It's that time of year again to bring the HBCU energy. Target has you covered from a range of black owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. And did you know that Target is bringing back the HBCU Design Challenge, a creative competition pairing HBCU students with Target mentors. Keep an eye out for Target scholars as well a scholastic program offering financial assistance and internship opportunities for HBCU students. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. Target is also sponsoring the new season of Illuminating Intersectionality, featuring Chef Jade of All Jades, Dr. Takia Robinson, and the incredible friend of Hey Friend Hey. Now, y'all know they're my girls, okay? So, you know, I was there for season one of Illuminating Intersectionality. I watched every episode. It got three of the smartest women I know. I'm not even going to give away what they're talking about, but when Jade offered her contribution, I just think it's such a unique angle. And it's a unique perspective that we haven't really heard before. And it was really eye-opening. So, I know that I'm tuning in to season two. You all better tune in to season two as well. Shout out to those three ladies over there at Illuminating Intersectionality and shout out to Target. You guys can look forward to season two of Illuminating Intersectionality right now. Have you ever been on the hunt for a new doctor? And finally, after weeks of searching, you find the one. But then this perfect doctor doesn't take your insurance. Wipe your tears and head over to ZocDoc to find and book the doctor who is right for you. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance and treat almost any condition you're searching for. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately with just a few taps. No more waiting awkwardly with the receptionist. Y'all, I have used ZocDoc. I have talked about it plenty of times. You literally just go to the app. You can look for any type of doctor for any type of thing. I need to go to ZocDoc and give me a doctor so I can get my head checked and make sure everything's okay with me so they can prescribe me something good. Go to ZocDoc.com slash friendzone and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash friendzone. ZocDoc.com slash friendzone. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. She's musty. She's musty. Dustin, what? That's right, y'all. That's right, y'all. We got a new award. <laughs> We're giving away a new <laughs> award around here. Not a award. That's right. Every week, because you know, it's a lot of things that, you know, just stank to me. Okay. And so we got a new award for, for people and they stanking like that to me. And it's the She's Musty Award. All right. And this week is going to none other than Sarah Huckabees. Okay. Huh. Uh, Sanders, who, you, you, you know, I really like. Anyway, she, <laughs> she is now governor of Arkansas. Okay, mm. and she, we all know. For those of you who don't know, in this case, ignorance truly is bliss. And so, congratulations mm. if you don't know who she is. <laughs> but if you are, um, you know, if you are um, sadly abreast of who she is, um, then this will be for you. So, apparently, she was just speaking somewhere, and she said, uh, "When the radical left, this is a quote from her, right? When the radical left can't handle a fiscally conservative." fashionable woman they Ooh. create meaningless podium gate scandals now i'm gonna show you what she was wearing when she said it for those of you who are watching on patreon <laughs> and for my co-hosts i don't know 
Uh, but that is Ooh. well, my nails look great. But that is uh, thank you, thank you. Lisa. Lisa at my at the nails. I, I'll tell you about it. But anyway, look at her. Go look ahead, at this Lisa. slovingly sloppy woman. Look at her in burlap. Okay, somebody says she looked like corning wear. Now I don't know if you know what corning wear is, oh. but it's cookware. Yeah, baby. Okay, she had the nerve to talk shit fashionable. <laughs> Ma'am, oh, if you don't take your farmer's market looking at your, your goddamn Sarah hey, Huckabee hey, saying you I'm have catching all, strays, yeah, brother. Well, well, but you don't look, you look like you shop at the farmer's market. She looked like the actual market, the tablecloths, the baskets that you carry shit in, okay? The woodwork on the tables. That, that's what she looks like hard in the face. How dare you fix your crooked mouth? Ooh, I know J. Christ. Cole had a song called Crooked Smile, but, but oh, she, my God. for real, for real, she looked like a jack-o'-lantern, y'all. And and I don't understand why she would fix her mouth, okay? <laughs> Put the kickstand on the right side of her mouth and prop it up to say that huh. she was a fashionable woman. Ma'am, that is one thing you are not, okay? Now, you were once <laughs> a press secretary. <laughs> That's where we were going. She once wow. was a press secretary, but she needs to get her clothes pressed at this point, okay? Uh, what was the New York speech? All right, <laughs> She's a fat cunt, and she's not. She said, oh, wait. She said that those I'm shoes. I'm sorry. I should have clarified. Oh, because oh, okay. I was going straight to the UK Big Brother with it, and I just want to say, so this week, this week though, hey, it's positive. We're actually going to give her an award. The recipient oh. of this year's, okay, uh, or this week's, excuse me, she's musty award is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Um, welcome to the friends on y'all. Your weekly look into all <laughs> things love. mental health, mental wellness, and really fashionable. Okay, because who in the hell wants to deal with Sarah Huckabee Sanders? I know I don't. Okay, Ciao. and I damn sure don't want to look at her clothes, her motley clothes. Uh, but anyway, how y'all doing, Fran Asante? What's up? What's happening? I'm doing good. How are your weekends? Y'all look good. Thank you. I actually had a great weekend. Um, my sister was, uh, she's five years out as a breast cancer survivor. She had triple oh, negative yes. breast cancer. Five amen. years out. And so this amen, weekend, amen, uh, amen. yeah, this weekend was the American Cancer um, Association's Breast Cancer Walk in mm. um, where I'm from in my hometown. And so I actually surprised my sister. I flew in. <gasps> And Dustin, she pulled up to the wall. So sweet. Thank what did she so do much. when she saw you? Bust out in tears. Oh. And so and I hugged her tight, got to see all my family. Such a good brother. Um, thank you, friend. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But I, I got to see my family. Um, shout out to my cousins and my brother. We had a great time. Oh, <laughs> uh, <no>. Saturday night. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh I yeah, baby. To hang with y'all one night. <laughs> Man, we had such a good time, y'all. I, and I just I got fed what I needed. Because mm-hmm. I needed to see my family and I needed to go to the club in Flint. Okay. I needed that. I needed Best to hear that clubs. music. I needed to smell that mm-hmm. sh- smoke in the air and see them pretty <laughs> ass girls from my hometown and oh. fly niggas and shit. I needed that and I got it mm-hmm. and I feel That's so blessed. Fly. So That's yeah, for me it was renewal, a weekend of renewal. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. It's so Amen. important. What about you, Asante? What'd you do this weekend? Uh, my weekend was fun. I uh, got really, really wasted <laughs> on Saturday. And, All right. Internet uh, was the internet's birthday. Yes. Oh. Shout out to internet. I had so much Happy FOMO. Birthday. This is the first time since I've been here that I straight up have FOMO. Yeah. I just missed y'all seeing y'all. I was like, okay. All right. I was mad. I didn't get to go to that shit either because I had um, got invited thrice. 
<laughs> For real, Jay told me twice, and Mandy told me. <laughs> but, uh, I know. And happy birthday to Mandy too. Happy I, birthday, I was just Mandy. about to say happy birthday. By the time this is out, it'll be her birthday too. So happy birthday is Libra season. My dad' birthday coming up too. So hey. Happy birthday! Hey. So it's just crazy. I love Libra. Mandy, first of all. First of all, shout out to Mandy. Since, you know, we're doing birthdays. And, you know, shout out to my dad. For mm-hmm. whatever reason, my mom and dad sent me an edible arrangement today. Shout out to, shout out to the Libras. The Libras so is doing sweet. a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Antoinette, I would give you a special shout out. But, you know, you're just already special and you get it all the time anyway. <laughs> anyway. We love you, Antoinette. Mandy, At your so best, was. you I love. This is what I'm telling you. <laughs> Mandy B, you know I love you, girl. When she seen me, we ain't seen each other in so long. She started crying and getting emotional. Really? But, Aww. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's how. Like. That's how. Like. Hard and heavy. We was hanging earlier this year. Mm-hmm. When we was like really working and grinding and doing shit. So like going that time without seeing each other, it, like really was affecting the both of us. But also on top of that, saying, her and Crystal flutter. got into the most ridiculous argument, <laughs> and it meant it meant a lot to me, but not for the obvious reasons of two women being combative over some bullshit. That's usually <laughs> but fun. I, just want to, I mean, yeah, that part is I'm like. There's fun, always but, that point in the night with someone. Well, well, yes. And plus, it wasn't really Crystal's fault. So I don't want to say this to be like, Crystal always argue with somebody. But <laughs> it was very entertaining, this argument that the two of them have. I would not reveal the subject matter. Just well, know I that feel I like still it was tickled. about sports. It was not about okay. sports. <laughs> it was not, which is why I was like, I don't want it to seem like Crystal always arguing because normally it is sports related when she arguing. <laughs> but yes, no. But needless to say, I had a great weekend. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, friend, what about you? How was your weekend? It was good. I actually had a lot of work to do since we just launched season two of Illuminating Come Intersectionality. Come on with it. Come on here with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it is. The weekend before a big launch, there's just a lot of like the smaller details that you have to make sure Mm-hmm. are like running smoothly and you know everything we just had to to be More on our toes she. yeah so exactly so please 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 check it out we were so excited to tell you guys that it is now officially a podcast which is awesome um obviously it's gonna be a seasonal thing because we all have lots of hats <laughs> <laughs> that we wear we have to be fair to ourselves but there's a wonderful partnership with target we're very excited because it's Kia is used to doing more academic work, but for Jade and I, obviously, like, that's not our lane necessarily. Mm-hmm. So it's really mm-hmm. cool to come in. I'm good at the the production side, obviously, with, like, NPR. Like, put me in that space. I got you. But it was really cool to step into the more academic space of, like, mm-hmm. actually researching the topic and getting guests and bringing on Dr. Joy, who is joining yes. us this season. She's the resident. We love you so much. She's a resident licensed psychologist, which meant a lot to us that she would be a part Mm -hmm. of it. I know how much we love her and support Mm -hmm. her work. And she is on every episode. Wow. Shout out to Dr. Joy. She's a friend of the show, like on the Housewives. Truly. (laughs) (laughs) And it was perfect because she brought not only like the academic perspective, but obviously the clinical perspective. So she just brought that like refined polish. You know how Mm -hmm. it is when you have a licensed professional so i'm Mm. glad she was down please check it out we worked very hard on this show it's only three episodes but we worked hard pretty much all year since last Mm -hmm. year when it launched in november so check it out show us love subscribe 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 rate you know the the, you know the routine show us love we worked hard so illuminating intersectionality season two wherever you listen to 
podcast. I had to make sure to get that out there. Do you guys have any other announcements that you want to put out there before we move on to the show? Um, no, I actually don't. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, <chilling. laughs> I'm actually very excited to sit my ass down. Let me tell you. Get you some relax. What? You know, I missed... Um, Remember I had bought the Victoria Monet tickets? Oh, no. I couldn't go. Damn. She was here I last was in, night. She was here last week, Friday, and that was her Portland stop, and my ass yeah. was in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I had got those two VIP tickets that I was sitting on for months, but the only good thing about it is I was able to give it as a gift to Cecily and her partner. Oh, okay. Yeah. I told hey, them, you know, they weren't as familiar with her, which to me is exciting because they got to meet her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. They brought me back some super cute merch, which okay. I'm really appreciative. Um, and they show me what you got, right? And they literally were. I should have worn it today, Loki. They, you know, I love me some. I wear it, I'm gonna wear it next week. And they, um, and they were like, Yo, she is phenomenal. Like, what the fuck? How did you know they're completely convinced, transformed all of it? So, mm-hmm. I'm that made me happy. You broke, At least her, if you I broke couldn't, the artist, you know what, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least if I couldn't be there, it felt nice to, mm-hmm. to put some friends on. Also, treat friends, it's nice to treat your friends. Yeah, and, that and was let really them have sweet. Like a really bomb, fun night together. So, shout out to Victoria Monet. It's a sold out tour. I don't know if I'll get to see it in any other city. The Jaguar Wright tour. Ain't that it? <laughs> no. Ain't that it? Victoria Monet, the Jaguar Wright. Ain't her album called Jaguar Wright? Jaguar, no. Her, she just lying on the whole album. You know what I'm saying? Talking crazy shit. Every song. No. <laughs> <laughs> on the Jaguar Wright album. <laughs> Woo. With that Terry being said, Blair. we oh going to Daddy, oh my. <laughs> oh it's my just God. the opposite. Everything's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna pivot <laughs> Why did I see a, a video that went viral on Twitter Of a pastor And he his his sermon was about Victoria Monet Yeah He ain't slick He was looking at the same thing we all was looking at in that video He <laughs> oh <my laughs> ain't slick Pastors you know they get them too He you said know. she looked in the mirror and said On my mama mm-hmm. On my hood <laughs> I feel well, nice I feel Victoria good He was Monet. like sometimes you gotta What'd he say Sometimes you mm-hmm. gotta affirm yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, he you did. <laughs> she samples on my mama, on my hood. I look fly. I look good. Her testimony, Victoria Monet's testimony, is she was in the midst of postpartum. Sisters, postpartum. And she said the depression was weighing her down. And she checks out on my mama, on my hood, I look fly. And guess what? She makes that her song. And the song then that she samples, she's just basically looking in the mirror. And though she does not feel good, she says, I look fly. I look good because she is manifesting what is going to be in spite of how she feels right now. And every now and then when you don't feel it, you got to still affirm I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You better affirm if God be for me, who can be against me? Absolutely. Let's jump into this week's black business. Y'all, there is, did y'all know that there's a black owned, one of the few black owned national ice cream brands in mass production called Creamalicious? Did y'all ever know? my browser. No. 
No. But I know they click, got click. butter pecan. If let it's me a tell black you. owned ice cream. Let coffee. me tell you these flavors. So the website, if you're interested, is so creamalicious.com. If you want to go on Instagram, it's at so creamalicious. Spelling is C-R-E-A-M-A-L-I-C-I-O-U-S.com. Chef Liz Rogers from Cleveland, Ohio, is the founder president and executive chef of cream malicious mm-hmm. um she says that her flavors honor her favorite childhood desserts while also honoring the rich history of the south mm. sold at target and on walmart here are some of her award-winning flavors you ready Aunt Poonies caramel pound cake Mm, 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 that's mm, the one that mm. got me first. Look, when, look when I, I made this face, I literally like, have like I'm going to Target today. Mm, mm. <laughs> I was like, I was like, ooh, I want Let that. Let me tell one. you about how I feel about mm-hmm. some pound cake. But anyway, slap your mama banana pudding. Mm-hmm. Right as rain, red velvet cheesecake. Yes. Thick as Steve's pecan pie. Hello, mm-hmm. Dustin mm-hmm. Ross. Porch mm-hmm. light peach cobbler. I thought she was about to say porch something else. <laughs> I was about to be like, you know what? <laughs> Grandma Gigi's sweet potato pie and Uncle Charles brown sugar bourbon cake. Miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, just I, southern I, decadence. I mean, you can't just, call that it sounds anything delicious. Else. Those Seriously. sound good. These sound really good, actually. So she says she likes the sort of whimsical two-in-one desserts that pair. Um, like freshly baked pastries with, you know, really fresh ingredients so you don't have to worry about. That's her specialty. It's doing extremely well. I am now going to look for it. I think that's for so sure. cool. I never even thought like, oh, my God, a black owned ice cream brand. And it's national. Let's buy it and up, y'all. Make, Let's buy it up. Please. And you see these coffee creamers she sell, too? Or they sell? Oh, no, I didn't see that. Really? That's cute. Yes, they that's have coffee smart. creamers. Uh <laughs> There's the baby listen white chocolate blondie, <laughs> and then of course they had to make the Uncle Charles uh, brown sugar bourbon cake. I into wonder, all jokes aside, because she's come, she's her company is based in Cleveland, right? She's well, from she's Cleveland. from Cleveland, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's from Cleveland. Bone mm-hmm. is from Cleveland, and that really is a line in a bone song. I really miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. So I wonder I if she's related. You think she's I paying? I wonder. I wonder. There might be a maybe tie she'll in. write in. Maybe she'll yeah. write in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Bone and shout out to her at this ice cream. You have no cream. idea how much like anxiety this gives me during Halloween season that we're talking about this. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want this damn ice cream. That video yes, with the, the ice cream. Ice. Uh-huh. Yeah, shout uh-huh. out to Chef cream. Liz Rogers and her So Creamalicious brands. Check them out right now hey, at Target and Walmart. I love a Liz. I love that's always a, a, a name, woman, right? you know, like a, a cool ass woman. Every Liz I ever known been all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Liz. Also, you can go to the website and order the ice cream directly and just Smart. ship it to you. Oh, okay. Smart. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Dry the, ice. the order min- the order minimum is four pints. You know, enough to fill up the little oh, you know uh, frozen box. Or I can drink so. that in twenty minutes. Four pints. <laughs> well, yeah, this is what I'm telling you. You know, four pints. I want to try the pound cake. The red velvet cheesecake and the sweet potato pie. Those Hell are the yeah. three I'm literally gonna look for. And what was and that I'm not first really one? an ice cream person, to be honest. Um on, on banana way. pudding. Oh, that's the caramel pound cake on Poonies yeah, caramel. That's the one pound I want cake. right there. That's the one I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope I can find yes. it. Cause you know Portland it's limited resources. Well, if you can't they write on the website. <laughs> True. It's probably on Amazon too, Loki. I love it. Oh, 
Buy direct. No, I'm Buy, <laughs> no true, because obviously she'll get a bigger cut. So let's. And you know, sometimes. When, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't know if you need more time. No, go ahead. I want no, that I damn didn't press ice cream. The update. <laughs> I didn't press the update because you know that shit ranges mm-hmm. anywhere from one minute to an hour. So I don't want to test it. Oh, but you don't need that stress mm-hmm. in your life. I do not. <laughs> let's jump into this week's recap segment. Or rather, last week's recap segment, we had an episode titled A Sunken Disposition. Thank you so much, <laughs> Dustin Ross. She does. We were back in our true crime bag where Dustin brought the case of Brian Heil to the mm-hmm. friend zone, crime zone. Those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? Well, I was in the gated community and Heather stood out to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Heather's comment is, I have a seventh grader and they actually mix. I have a seventh grader as in their child and they actually mix in phone slash Internet responsibility into their health class curriculum Mm. for sports. They do a contract about social media behavior and that you'll be dismissed from the team if you're caught cutting up online. Uh, yeah, shout out to Heather. I have heard of that uh, being a thing or having been a thing where pe- people have to sign waivers that they won't like act the fool online or else they'll get kicked out of like certain social clubs or teams or whatever in school. That's but yeah, somebody else commented. I wish I found that comment on Twitter and shout out to you, whoever you are, that I think that a school curriculum out in Sweden or something that they uh, do something about like Internet responsibilities as well. So I feel like that conversation needs to continue to, mm-hmm. yeah, that that needs to continue to develop because again, it needs to be something that's taught in schools. And as Dustin, you and Fran were uh, really emphasizing, laws need to be put in place to really round out the importance of uh, what's being taught in those schools, so that the human, the landscape of the human nature can just change as far as what we're doing when we get online. Because Jesus, and that ain't no damn can't. AI. <laughs> that ain't look that man wasn't no damn AI going to stalk that woman be like uh, I'm getting a retribution from your ass when she didn't do a damn thing to no damn body but get her picture used but anyway I digress Fran what about you what did you find out in them streets I was in the Twitter streets this week and Cicely hey. official right Dustin's neck of the woods mm-hmm. Cicely official said listening to Hey Fran Hayes wellness segment and it resonates I've been having stomach issues and weird symptoms since 2020 Not to go woo-woo, but EMF has been linked to food allergies and digestive issues. Having a GI test done is extremely helpful as well. The GI test through a stool sample identifies the bacteria, candida, and enzymes in your gut and the levels. Taking slippery elm before a meal or a digestive enzyme really helps relieve the discomfort until you get to the root. A lot of you are actually hitting me saying that you started developing stomach issues after COVID, after Mm -hmm. having COVID. Mm. So might be some tie in there. I also have a comment from Rihanna on SoundCloud. Rihanna? (laughs) Rihanna. Rihanna says. I knew she liked us. (laughs) Okay. I've always been a nervous tummy kind of girl, but I will say after having COVID, notice in 2021 Mm. i've noticed that i have been experiencing autoimmune issues i feel like recovering from covid on top of the foods we eat literally unravels our dna she said that's what it feels like with the level of discomfort so something to look look into i know that's something my naturopath had asked me to just about like what vaccine and um, when did I get covid and just how all those things play a major factor into how your body is uncomfortable you know mm-hmm. like it's just gone through mm-hmm. a lot in the past couple of years so 
let's keep that in mind. I'm glad y'all enjoyed that wellness segment. I got a lot of messages um, about people that are definitely going to start taking herbalist advice. So what about you, Dustin Ross? What'd you find in the Twitter streets this week? A couple of things. So shout out to my boy, Cheyenne Beam, um, who quoted a picture. I told y'all Cheyenne Beam is one of the best publicists and PR people that I've ever met in my life. He handles his business. Shout out to Cheyenne. But Cheyenne Poor is also Cheyenne. funny as hell. And he tweeted, uh, he quoted a picture of, of of um, Beyonce and Taylor Swift at the premiere of her Eras tour film. Oh, you know, Beyonce went to the Taylor Swift movie, and you know that kind of calmed the waters. You, you know, of the stand culture the fandom, days. right? And so Cheyenne <laughs> tweeted. He quoted the picture of the tweet, and he said, "Treaty of Beehive and Swifties signed on October 11th, 2023." So there's a treaty. You know what I'm saying? Amongst no. <laughs> the Beehive and the Swifties now. So peace in the uh, uh, Midwest, I guess. I don't know. Um, next tweet. Shout out to listener of the show. Uh, Ricky Bobby at Lizzie May 88, who tweeted, I feel like look at Dustin play that lotto song just for me. Quote, I'm on stage with it in my purse. A bitch play put her in a hearse, end quote. Spoke to my soul and gave me the edification I needed for the day. So shout out to you, sister. Amen. That's right. Um, and uh, last thing I want to bring up, um, shout out to 247 Live Culture um, at 247LC who tweeted, rest in peace to the legendary singer Rudolph Bernard Isley of the Isley Brothers. He passed away at age 84. Now y'all know I love the Isley Brothers. I love the music. I love the people. I love the band. And we just want to show some homage, you know what I'm saying? Give it up to a legend, you know what I'm saying? Rest yeah. in peace. Um, and much love to the Isley family. I heard that there was like a little disconnect between him and Ronald at the time of his passing. I don't think they were on the best terms. That's what's kind of circulating. That's why it's sad, right? Mm -hmm. So play mm -hmm. some Isley Brothers music, y'all. You know what I'm Aww, saying? Send that's him it. Some praise. That's all. I ain't going to say another thing. <laughs> Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Um, this is something that people need, you know, when you have to have a special night out. Maybe you need a last minute gift for a loved one. Things happen. You know what I'm saying? If you got a dog or a cat. Now, we know they say all dogs go to heaven, but you got to pay for that. OK, then pet funerals be, you know, quite expensive. So you never know what you might need to get in your earnings with Earn In. OK, make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. And baby, that is priceless. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, -N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in FriendZone under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show, you guys. That's FriendZone as two words under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. EarnIn is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. 
Now that it's sweater weather, I've been on the hunt to find the perfect cozy sweater that I can wear all season long. And let me tell you, that's when I found Quince. Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style and you'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the fall must-haves like 100% Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from like $59. They got suede bomber jackets and even organic, which we love, cotton sweaters. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. And you know that over here on this show, we love that. I looked through Quince and let me tell you, they had these cute woven clutches that were leather. We saw 14 karat gold jewelry, like cute little studs to go with your cozy sweaters, some cute trenches and leathers, bag shoes, anything you're looking for, they have it and you name it. So check out all the styles at Quince today and go to quince.com slash friend for free shipping and 365 day returns. That's actually really amazing. Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash friend to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash friend that means that we can jump in to this week's episode produced by asante what we doing this week asante well this week (laughs) he said well (laughs) one of those days It's the immediate laugh for me. (laughs) So I didn't prepare anything. I figured um, we would just talk about our feelings today. Hey, that's a friend zone thing. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I have prepared something, but you guys know that I loathe doing true crime just because I don't feel like I'm good at it. Which is crazy because you had one of the best episodes of true crime. Well, The reason I don't feel good, I I just don't feel equipped because I feel like things are so interesting and I already have such a bad bout of ADD. So it's hard for me to pick together the things that are actually like important in Maine Mm. versus the other salacious things that go into it. And then we only got a certain amount of time anyway. So I'm just like, okay, well, what is just enough or what is just right and what's not too much or what is not too little and still insignificant? Like, it's just a whole bout of things. And then it's like trying to reformat it to sound like my own true crime thing as opposed to regurgitating somebody else's. Yeah. But then when you find stories that are like actually widely done, it's like, well, damn, I'm just have to not listen to half this shit and read this shit up and just make it my own way anyway. So that's what I've attempted to do here today. And this is going to be the short version because there's a lot of crazy parts to this story, which is crazy because the story, uh, it starts in 2017. So the story that I want to tell you about today, it involves uh, two billionaires in Canada or two billionaires from Canada. Um, I don't know if you've ever ever heard of the Canadian billionaire couple, uh, the Shermans. Hell no. No. (laughs) Have you ever heard of a company called Apotex? Mm -mm. Apotex? No. A P O T E X. No. I mean, you know, y'all, you know, y'all dabble in, you know, like y'all some of the material things, so. on boots. <laughs> Is <laughs> it <No>. crypto? <laughs> it it does sound like material on it boots. Sounds like, like uh, crypto. Vortex. The, yeah, 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 that's what it is. 
Um, but no, it's not, it's not like crypto. So basically, just skipping all ahead because I don't really care about the order or none of this because I can I'm not gonna do a good job of telling. Stop this saying that to don't yourself. Don't say that. No, Stop no, saying that to yourself. The only reason the only reason I say that is because once I saw there was a four part docu series that was uh, dropped a few months ago. But it was only available in Canada. And then I realized this morning I could watch it on YouTube. I was so pissed. I was like, damn, I could have watched it on YouTube after I did my, my shit. But I feel like I did my thing. I was like, you know what? I probably did better than that shit anyway. I'm just saying this because I, I can't give you the context that I really want to give you. And I'm going to give it to you my way because I feel like my way is still just as entertaining any damn way. So that's what we going to do. Okay. That's what it. I resigned myself in. I'm just trying to yeah, tell you, it's, it may not be as good shit. as... I wish it would have been, but it's still gonna be great because I'm gonna do it how I'm gonna do it. And so. this works. It leaves the it leaves the listeners with something to look up after. Right. You know? Yes. So and they love that. There's also mm-hmm. a program Which, you can get, and I know this from watching uh Max and Maya live and shout out to Max and Maya's YouTube <laughs> I love that. There's so a program much. that be ever they advertise where you can change your location to watch shit online. Oh, the VPN. Yeah. Whatever it is, you know, I don't mm-hmm. wanna I ain't endorsing it. They, yeah. they yeah. paying them, not us. But just know mm-hmm. if you watch their videos, they got some. There's an app. For I actually that. have it because of Max. Mm-hmm. I got. I have the VPN. He put me on years ago. Mm-hmm. See, shout out to Max and Maya Living. That's right, it's Saga and Jackie. <laughs> it's funny Max that you mentioned that because I did just <laughs> randomly cancel the VPN that I had. Like I saw a charge for it. I was like, you know, what? I haven't even used this. That's the thing. Because- I don't either. But I feel like there's always going to be a time. <laughs> You know what? I don't use the one that I was paying for because the AT&T one that I had was randomly like starting to just work on its own on my phone. And so then it, I, sometimes it'd be like uh, activate VPN. And I'd be like, yeah, you don't do nothing, child. But then it would actually work. And I'd be like, oh, well, look, my shit is actually working right. With it's VPN good for, okay, I found cool. that it's good for international travel. Like if let's say you're somewhere and you don't have access to mm-hmm. some websites or even like your your streaming you services. You try to catch up on your shows. Yeah, over here, like, like over you here. get a little break or even just start because I show was watching Zeus in Paris, right? And sometimes <laughs> it won't be available in every location, so yeah. it's nice to kind of switch <laughs> to yeah. the location you need to. So mm-hmm. the finesse, digital finesse. Well, speaking of finesse, um, back to the story of the Canadian billionaires. Mm-hmm. Um, the Canadian billionaire couple that I am telling the tale of, I'm going to just tell you off top of the crime. The comedian, the comedian, the Canadian <laughs> billionaire couple, they were found dead in the basement of their Toronto mansion. Damn. Now, I'm going to give you a little backstory, <laughs> quick backstory on the couple. Um, the couple, the couple is Barry and Honey Sherman. So the Shermans. Her name, Barry Honey? Sherman. Like, yes. Um, ain't, wasn't that Mary Mary mama name? <laughs> Remember they called their mama Honey. That, that was her name. Sh- I mean, I vaguely watched the show. Like, I, 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 I feel like I, I watched like that as a name. the show, but I don't mm-hmm. remember a lot of moments from the show. Honey was like, Mama terrible? Name. Miss Honey. <laughs> 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 okay. That video, with, um, the, um, I believe she's passed away now with the drag performer that was singing that Miss Honey song. Remember? Miss Honey. Yeah. <laughs> with that green hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, honey w- is was her name. Okay, uh, she was married to Barry, and as I said, Barry he was a uh, 
he owned a company called Apotex. Mm-hmm. And Apotex basically was a pharmaceutical company. It's a Canadian it's a Canadian pharmaceutical company and they were founded in 1974 and they be- they became the largest producer of generic drugs in Canada. Damn, they was getting paid. Mm-hmm. Okay, long money. <laughs> For real. Uh he was his money was so long. He was the 15th richest person in Canada at the time of his wow. death. You know how big Canada is? It go all okay. the way across. The- Oh, that's Canada. Forbes you just look up the Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Frank. He was estimated to be uh his net worth was estimated to be a 3.2 billion uh that's what USD, not C A D. Fuck. I just yes. like my brain can't wrap its mind around waking up in the morning and knowing that you have three plus billion dollars. Like what does that mm. feel like in your body? Heaven. Well, the crazy thing is, but also for, stressful, I'm sure, because you have to maintain. She that. and me. <laughs> well, I think Barry, uh, from what I was reading and seeing, Barry, he seemed to have it. Uh, I mean, he wasn't stressing about the money. He was still living like a regular life, driving you know regular ass cars. Wow. Like his uh, wife had bought him a, his wife had bought him a car for one of his birthdays. And he was like, take that shit back. <laughs> like, yeah, like. I fuck with and, that, and they, though. That's cool. And mind you, they were philanthropists. So they were always giving money away. Like, they gave money away to, like, churches, high, uh, the United Jewish Appeal, hospitals, universities. So it's like, they was really doing the damn thing. Mm. Like, he, and P.S., he had four kids. So it's like. They did the, or he did? Uh, they okay. did. Honey and Honey and Barry together. Okay. They had four kids. Um. So they were, needless to say, good people. They were prominent figures. The reason mainly they were philanthropists was because while he was making the money, um, Honey was the one that was sitting on all the boards. Um, she was the one going out, kissing the baby, shaking hands, doing the charity. Yeah, a real housewife. Mm-hmm. So now that we know of uh, Honey and Barry, we know that they're together. We know that he makes a lot of money. Um, we know that he makes a lot of money from the pharmaceutical company. Um I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that this is the couple again from December 15th that uh, was found dead in their house. Mm-hmm. December 15th, the company Apotech, they released a statement on their website and it said, um, you know, we've been informed of the tragic news that Barry and Honey Sherman have unexpectedly passed away. And going into some of the research that I was doing initially when the bodies were found. And I don't want to act out because that's why I was like, oh, this is not going to be good because I don't want to take these things lightly. But in my head, it was like acted out a certain way because it was crazy to read that there were so many people in the house before they were finally found. Uh, the bodies were finally found. How big was the damn house? Right. Yeah, you could be in Tyler Perry's mansion in for these months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to say it said 12,000 square feet. Oh, yeah, it was like a big ass house. That ain't that big. That's big, and they were like, like, but it ain't like, yeah, yeah, like wings and wings. Well, I want to say it's twelve thousand square feet, so I might be misquoting, you know, I'm uh, or misquoting. I might be wrong, but they were found in the basement where there was a pool of the house. So the house was real big, and I guess the pool was like the most farthest point from the entrance to the house. Now that day that they were found, uh, the housekeeper showed up for work. Uh, how, and they said, that, I guess, when they were taking statements that the housekeeper didn't make note. But when the housekeeper showed up, they had like, a, you know, went to unlock some things and they realized certain or the uh, security system. They went to disarm and they realized that it wasn't armed. But then they just went on about their business and went on to work. Then the housekeeper, uh, not the housekeeper, then the gardener shows up. So there was a woman who, uh, you know, took care of the ground. She was out there gardening. Now, I told y'all that Harry was a little cheap. Uh-oh. So. <laughs> 
Harry, you know, he wanted to, so Harry and Honey, uh, Harry, Barry and Honey, Barry decided, you know, um, Honey was like, you know, we need to enjoy this money. We got all this money. We give all this money away. You work so hard. You know, we need to at some point enjoy our life. And then he finally was like, all right, girl, you know what? We can enjoy our life. Just tell me what you want to do. So they decided to put their house up for sale and they were going to get a house. I believe it was 30 million, maybe more than that. Um, 30 million plus uh, dollar house. So they were putting this house up on the market for six million dollars, six point something. Uh this market was going up on the market for sale. So that's why there was a real estate agent there or the realtor. Realtor shows up. Realtor shows up with um, uh, a potential buyer. Or maybe it was a couple of potential buyers or maybe it was a potential buyer with their realtor. Like, you know, how sometimes realtors link up and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I know somebody with a house to show you. Anyway, the realtor is walking people through the house. She's showing them all the upstairs, takes them out, takes them down to the pool. <clears throat> when she gets to the pool, um, she sees that the, the the pool lights are on, but the the lights in the room aren't on. So then she sees like the two bodies, but she can't really what? tell what's going on. So she thinks there's like some yoga or something happening. <laughs> so then she turned. Oh my God. I didn't heard a hot yoga. But <laughs> this is cold yoga. God damn. I'm I'm lost at the realtor. Like, so no one cleaned the pool this whole time? And she didn't no. turn the light on. If you think right. you see bodies and you don't know what's going on, you showing you have the a house. housekeeper and she never went down to the pool to clean it. The housekeeper had just got there. It was like early morning. So like this is so the murder had, had happened that night. It had to have happened that night, the night before. Like it wasn't like they had been sitting there for some days or something like somebody had got their ass that night before, I guess, early in the morning or whatever. But like the housekeeper, apparently she was, you know, just getting started towards the front of the house. Maybe she, may she was not on have kitchen gave work. A fuck. To keep it so real, <laughs> she, we don't know shit about their relationship with that housekeeper. Right. And she might have been like, like, you know what? I'm doing my job. I didn't okay. see nothing. Well, let me get this for Breeze. You know what I'm saying? She might have just went on in, about her business because Not she was sick of Breeze. So we don't know. Oof. I mean, we don't know. The housekeeper There's definitely some people I would step right on over. I ain't even going to hold you. You know what I'm saying? There's some people that have oh, wronged me and where I would step right up. Excuse me. <laughs> And step right on over. It might even drag my foot a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You never know. Oh boy! I have this this uh this story on um abc.net.au. Um, this article is wild. It start. It, the article was in Australia. Titled, uh, no, I, no, but I just want to cite. They were in Canada, oh, but I just yeah, want to yeah. cite this uh, article. Um, who killed Barry and Honey Sherman? The billionaire couple couple son. Is offering $35 million to catch the killer. God damn. Um, we'll, come, we'll come into that a little bit later because you know they're billionaires. So, I you know, there's been money in the bar trying forms, to figure out what like, happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, well, look, we're going to find out about all the forms in just a moment when I tell you about the sun, too, but that's going to be real quick. Um, so, this article starts off discussing the real estate agent, how she uh, thought that it was a ghoulish prank. She thought to herself, who would prop up two mannequins in a mm. fake murder scene by the pool while she was trying to sell this Toronto, uh, was this Toronto mansion? Th- they were propped up because... Like Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where they was at. Was they on the diving board? Was they on the... Uh, <laughs> was they getting their feet in? I'm, I'm, I'm trying feet to in? tell you where was you they just, at? I don't even want to describe the murder scene to you. Like you're making this so. Oh, was they in the hot tub? Bad. Where was they? At? It really maybe the water was too damn hot. Wait, describe it without like being too gross, if that's possible. So, Ooh. 
it was a long pool and towards the back of the, the a room, lap, like, a like towards pool. the back part of the pool, there's like a, a rail. And this didn't, I don't know, I couldn't really figure out the style of this because I couldn't, I saw like a reenactment, um, like graphic that was, I think it was in the documentary that was part of, uh, probably put up on uh, Crave in Canada or whatever. Anyway, from the reenactment scene that I saw, there was like a railing towards the back part of the pool, which was still kind of by a wall or maybe it was separating where there was a hot tub. Anyway, so on that railing, apparently they were fastened by um, like belts to the rails. And it was said that now this comes out later, but it was said that they were uh, positioned uh, like they were like side by side and they had their legs crossed. There is an art piece in their house of these like two mannequins, these two like life size like uh, mannequin things. And they are positioned the way that the bodies were positioned. Oh, and this comes no. out later because of um, another investigation that was done because of the initial uh, because of the initial investigation that was done. The Toronto police were found being lazy and they were trying to say that they thought that this was um, a suicide murder. I mean, a murder-suicide. Like, you know, one of them the, killed uh, the, the other one and then off themselves. Yeah. They were basically trying to say that. Um, but how would they have wrapped themselves with a belt to a railing? The, it was it was so <laughs> that like no sense. It, it like when they immediately said that I was like this just like this is dumb <laughs> like like immediately when they first introduced this. But anyway, but Barry, um, they were trying to say that Barry killed Honey, and um, from the way that they found the bodies or from the uh the marks on her body, they said that that maybe she was um uh. I'm trying to figure out how to like softly say certain things because this is very graphic stuff and it's very terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to talk about another documentary before this. And it was that was that one was actually graphic and terrible. And I can't stop thinking about that one. Um, anyway, Honey apparently was strangled upstairs and um, brought downstairs by the pool where they assumed he killed her. And then I guess hung himself up next to her. Like it just didn't make sense. Yeah. So when the Toronto police uh, initially dropped this story and they were trying to say, um, uh, no suspects are being called for at this time. The the kids, the four kids were all grown at this point. This happens in 2017. And these kids are adults. So they're looking at the police and they're like, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like the these kids are so grown that one of them actually had just had a, a granddaughter and the family was making plans to go see the granddaughter um, later on that month. Like they died on um, Herman and I mean, Dang, I gotta keep Barry these names. Barry, Barry. <laughs> dyslexia is so crazy. Barry and Honey were literally uh, that Monday. Honey literally was sending out emails to people saying that they were gonna be traveling for the holidays and when they were gonna be in town so people could I guess see the baby or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that Friday they were literally murdered. So it's like they had these grown ass kids who were looking at them like bullshit. You know, my daddy ain't do that. Like there's no way. Again, or not again for the first time. I'm actually telling you, Barry was 75 years old and Honey was 70 years old. Like there, it just didn't make sense as to why he would do that because everybody in the neighborhood, everybody in the community, everybody, like everybody who was anybody, like there was no era where there was something else going on here. Like everybody knew them as good people who loved each other and they just, you know, they were just all around good. Now, Barry wasn't, you know, he wasn't innocent, right? Barry, he owned a company. So obviously he had to do what he had to do to get there. Barry growing up, his father passed when he was 10. I believe his father passed from an aneurysm. Uh, his father passed uh, from some ailment. I, I can't remember which one. I want to say an aneurysm because um, after his father passed when he was younger, 
um, as Barry got older, when he was in college, he went to MIT. Mm-hmm. He was hanging out with his uncle. His uncle had a, a fact, a company, a drug company, the far, the pharmaceutical company that uh, Barry actually taking over before starting Apotech. Um, because he was working at his uncle's company every summer. Um, one summer, his uncle passed, or at, at some year, his uncle passed of an aneurysm. And after that, Barry, who was in school to be a rocket scientist, decided him and one of his homeboys were going to put money up to buy his um, uncle's company. And they bought the company. That makes sense. I mean, his his uncle had just died. He had the company. It's not rocket science. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah. Now... <laughs> There were a lot of things that were worked out in this deal. And the reason I'm even bringing this this up is because when Barry took over the company, uh, he basically was able to make some arrangements with the chair people and try to say, you know, if I buy this company, they basically didn't put in a non-compete clause. He made some sort of language to say that if I you know, have this company, I can still do my own mm. thing as far as pharmaceuticals are, are concerned. And that's why mm. he went off and made Apotech. What's wrong with so that? Like, well, he he sold off the original company and from selling that company off, he made his new company, Apotech. And so what's wrong with that is, is that when the, the father uh, or the uncle, rather, when Barry's uncle passed, mm-hmm. his uncle left behind four younger kids, oh, four young boys. Well, he did. See, <laughs> see. So the thing is, um, the uncle and let me get the uncle's name because I've made notes everywhere. The uncle's name is Lou Winter. So Lou Winter, what a name! Um, right, I know. Um, Only Lou, Lou Winter is Rawls. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never find. Ding, ding, da, da, da. <laughs> Lou Rawls. Lou Rawls. God damn it! Okay. Well, back back when it was Lou Winters, goddamn. <laughs> uh Lou Winter, he he left Lou Winter, he left behind the four kids. And he Lou, because he was working the pharmaceuticals <clears throat> first, he was making good money doing his company before Barry came in. It's just that when Barry came in, Barry realized that he had to perfect uh some of what his uncle was doing. Mm-hmm. There was a, a pill that he was using because you know he was going to school to be a rocket scientist. So he was literally able to take his know-how and like all his tenacity and do pretty much anything. Like he was working it in pharmaceuticals, killing it. He pretty much after he, because again, he was making, um, I don't want to say knockoffs, but he was making generics. Yeah, generic. So he literally, w- he was literally figuring out loopholes of how to pay- take these formulas of other people and make the, make a profit off of it without give- doing the original things. And the reason that he started that was because back in the 70s, he figured out um, his uncle was making some sort of, I believe, vitamin C tablets and they weren't coming out properly. I believe the consistency was breaking down. But Barry, he figured out after his uncle passed and he took over the company, he figured out, you know, these pills have a lot of fillers and some of them are the reason that these pills are breaking down. So if I could figure out, you know, the formula, how to make these work, you know, I know I can make it do what it do. He was making it do what it do as far as the pills was concerned. And as far as the, the legal the legalities were confirmed, as far as the legalities were confirmed, something in his deal that he worked out where he, I guess, I don't know if it coincided where when he worked out the deal to where he was still able to make his own company outside of, or he was still able to make Apotech outside of the, his uncle's company. Um, he, there was an option in there for his uh, his younger nephews. Cousins. Cousins. 
thank you. His <laughs> younger cousins, because they were younger at the time, they were able to, when they turned 21, be able to uh, buy into the company or, or, or buy shares into the company. Mm-hmm. But some way or another, uh, he got in really, uh, he, Harry got in really early. Barry, Barry got mm-hmm. in really early. Sorry. <laughs> I told y'all. I'm with you. It's, it, it's so many screens over here. It, it's crazy. Barry basically was trying to keep the cousins quiet so about what he was helping well because he was basically helping the cousins out like he was paying for them doing a lot of stuff for them the cousins were getting some of the money from their uh dad's inheritance mm-hmm. but the dad's inheritance was tied to the company that um Barry bought so somehow he ended up with he ended up with the money and the the sons later on sued uh or tried to sue Harry. Well, no, they did sue. I guess they just lost. Um, they tried to sue Barry about the for the money, and he they tried to sue for a billion dollars because they Oof. said that they are pretty much entitled to that because he took their like he picked up the pieces of their dad's company. Yes, but it was still their dad's company. It was their fortune that was owed to them. But uh, Barry looking at them that like that, um, none of that work. I, <laughs> I refined it. So, but because it happened years after, you know, he had, because Barry had reached out to them after some time after their dad passed and was trying to like take care of them and stuff. So then after all this stuff comes out later on that they figure out that in this deal that that was worked out, that they could have bought into the company, but they weren't able to, for whatever reason, they felt like Barry pushed that under the table. And now they're like, okay, well, nigga, you just, you just bamboozled us and we about to take you to court. These court proceedings happened for 10 years and they literally wrapped, I want to say, September of 2017, which was months before the uh, the deaths of of, de- of Barry and um, Honey in their home. Oh, so they in did. December. Mm-hmm. So there's motive. So there's motive. Well, there's motive there. Right. So like there. So there are people and places <laughs> that might necessarily connect to this thing <laughs> and it, it's messed up because there's motive to say that it could have been somebody in the house before because you know y'all was already thinking that it could have been the housekeeper or somebody but i didn't even finish that story when that uh the realist when the realtor when she turned on the light and she realized that the, those nightmare. two bodies were when she realized that those were two, there, there were two bodies hanging up she rushed out you know her, the client and them and she was like you know we'll be in touch hoping that they didn't i guess notice that those fucking bodies so hanging she up this bitch did it then because that's not the so reaction then, you have to seeing dead oh bodies you fucking God. panic lose your shit you call the police well, she did panic you don't well, look, usher out the she client fuck up her business she, business look, first th- it was a they were trying to sell <laughs> this house like Six million dollars. They did. That ain't gonna be on me. Let's call the (laughs) cops right fucking now. The realtor. The realtor was trying to sell this house for six point nine. Six point nine million. They was looking like, uh, I gotta get up out of here. Okay. So she was like, you know, we'll be in touch. Shoot them out and went upstairs Mm. to the uh, literally called the uh, the gardener in there and the housekeeper was like, um, I need somebody to go in there. And that's when the gardener went in there and was like, um, we need to call the police. That's and so dark. It. Ooh, that's yeah. so dark. So then that's when that happened. And that's when the cops were called in. They were doing their shoddy police investigation. And that's when they tried to rule it out as it was that murder, um, murder, suicide, which the family was like held to the gnaw. And so that's when the kids were like held to the gnaw and got um, their private investigation done. The investigation that was done um, or the independent investigation that was done they actually re- had to report their findings to the um, Toronto Police Department, which 
caused them to have to react. And what was happening was it seemed like at every turn you could tell that the police department was hiding something. And I feel like just from everything I was reading, they were just hiding that they did shitty police Here's work. Here's what I want to know. And, what did the yeah. the independent review or whatever, the private the investigation that they conducted, what did they find that they had to report to the authorities? What was it? So that's when they reported the markings on her hand. Like she had like, what do they call those? Defensive, defensive wounds. But she was trying to protect herself. <clears throat> okay, so they hired their own experts who went through the evidence and conducted a second autopsy of the bodies. There were no signs of forced entry, but the family pointed out that a window was found open and a door unlocked. Mm-hmm. So these were kind of just opened up the door to the fact that somebody else could have accessed the house. It wasn't just cut and dry as, oh, so it's because nobody broke in. Uh, he killed her and it was a murder-suicide. Um, and so, uh, like you were saying, lacerations, friend, marks on the body suggested that they had their wrists bound with zip ties and the pathologist concluded Honey had likely been killed in another part of the house and dragged down to the pool, which I, which I was stating earlier. So they were trying to say that they were potentially killed separately uh, ergo, he really couldn't have killed her. Like, it, maybe they were both put up there, but they were also saying that, or well, that there were theories saying rather that because you know it's the zip ties, it, it could have been a sign of um, there could have been some torture involved. Maybe just not outright torture. Maybe it was just separation or whatever. But um, yeah, there were just signs of distress that ruled out that maybe it was more to the story than whatever the Toronto police was trying to say. So from there. Well, so basically from there, they rule out Barry as a suspect. Um, again, they said that there are people that have the grudge against them. Now we get back to the cousin. Did I tell y'all the cousin's name? No. The cousin's name, because off rip after we decide that, all right, well, Barry didn't kill his wife. Off rip, people are like, well, maybe Carrie did it because, again, Carrie, he, he was in a long legal battle. Again, that legal battle wrapped September 2017. That legal battle began in 2007. So it's like they were in a legal what? battle for 10 years. The money because spent. He wanted a billion dollars. So that's a that's a case case. Like that, <laughs> right, that is yeah. going. How, wh- whoever got the money and, it, and keep it going, that's going. So, how did that work out? Um, Well, it didn't because they lost the case. Damn. Um, well, uh, Carrie basically. Double homicide. The, the judge ruled. <laughs> It was double homicide because Triple. not only did he lose the case, but then like I want to say days before he died. Too. Um, no, days before. No, because in this documentary, um, he all up and through it like Carrie. Like you remember what was the documentary we watched? And it was that. Uh, oh, the murder. The damn. Um, no, uh, no, I know what you're talking uh, about. <laughs> you, the guy had that uh, yellow girl. Corvette. What was the name? Old of the, girl. Um, What's old girl name? No. Um, uh, I, I'm trying the, I know the, uh, exactly Grace. what you're talking about. Benjamin, Benjamin, yes, Natalia oh, her Grace. Her stepdad. Yeah. Her adoptive yes. dad is yes. What well, theater. You hear me? I couldn't find any of the right words I needed for that. I'm glad you caught it. <laughs> theater. Remember when he was punching Child. the floor? That's how, that's how Carrie seemed like Ooh. from the YouTube clips I was finding of him. But uh, Carrie, he didn't get his money. And then the court ordered him that he had to pay some money back. Like he had to pay... So it was like, because because I told y'all, Barry was taking care of them before they went to court. So when Barry found out, he found that, that document that basically made him feel like, uh, uh, I mean, Barry, Carrie, when Carrie, Carrie and Barry, this is going to get worse. This is going to get worse. I had already had Carrie. I mean, I already had Harry. See, I couldn't even say it. Anyway, Carrie, the cousin, 
Carrie was pissed because of that paperwork and that's what triggered this lawsuit. But before this lawsuit, Barry was taking care of them. Barry has spent like, uh, I want to say like $15 million in just giving them money for like housing and stuff like that. He had already offered them jobs when he took over the dad's company, but they didn't take that. They were just like, you know, Nick, you paying us and you know, we got it. So we good. So after this course shit happened, Barry was like, well, now I'm got to pay y'all shit else no more. And y'all got to back pay some of it, not even all of it, just some of it. And I believe it was somewhere in the hundred, uh, two uh, hundred thousand, three hundred thousand range, maybe more, maybe less. Just know it was more than a, it was. It was too much money for someone that had everything one day and it, it has zero the next. <laughs> you know, like this is too much. So that's why Carrie was like prime suspect number one. Everybody was like, "Oh no, nah, this nigga did it because he just got finished suing that ass, and now this nigga owes some money. His ass did it." Other suspects, <laughs> other conspiracy theories. Um, again, I told y'all there were the kids. Now, I didn't dive deep into the kids. Their own kids? The, their own kids. Mm. It'd be your own kids sometimes. Sheesh, Look at the fucking that. Menendez brothers. Yeah, but there was well, motive. So there were four kids. <laughs> um <laughs> They went a little overboard. Well, I mean... <laughs> There were, <laughs> ooh, excuse me. Um, so there, there's four kids, and some of them don't even talk no more. Oh, um, you'll do that. Okay. There's Lauren, Jonathan, Kaylin, and Alexandra. Jonathan is the only son, and according to, um, a, apparently because of the murder, something ha- something has happened. Uh, a split has happened, which is all, always happens with families like oh, this, especially when there's the money murder? involved like this. Yes, be, I mean obviously it's going to be because of the money, but I, but there were because it was because of the murder too. Because the murder it's a who done it because they didn't figure out who did it then, they still don't know who did it now. Like that's a that's something that they just is going to be going through for the rest so of their life. So you're saying honestly. that some of the siblings feel that some that the death occurred, you know, one way, and then another. The, the other siblings feel that it occurred a different way. There's a divide like that amongst the, amongst they the didn't children trust of Did they not trust honey. each other? Yeah. It, so two things could be true, but but more so in the lane of what Fran is talking about. Uh, one of the sisters, Alex, she actually uh, accused, she's accused uh, Jonathan, the brother, of being involved in the crime. Whoa, that's heavy. Yikes. Now... Two weeks before um, Barry died, or before Barry's uh, murder, as we are unveiling, that's what this is supposed to be categorized as. Barry actually hit up his son and was like, "I need fifty million dollars because I'm having some cash flow issues, but um, you actually need to pay me back the loan. So it's like a fifty million dollar, like you need to pay me back the fifty million dollars you owe me, so I can, you know, do what I got to do." And the son was like, mm, no, because, you know, they're rich. So the son was like, bitch, you know, your dad, you'll get you. You know how it is when you, your, your parents give you money. It's like, you know, either no, you really going to pay them back. Unfortunately. Look, I was going to say, <laughs> either if your parents give you money, you really going to pay them back or they give you money. and You just like, oh, I pay them back when I pay them back. And, you know, like it's different for a lot of people. And with these rich. Well, in this case, I guess they was like, well, 50 million dollars. Oh, dad's got billions of dollars. Why would I have to pay him back 50? So. Um, but he said in Toronto Star, the paper out there in 2021, he said, I'm not going to kill my dad just because he needs $50 million to get through a crisis. Now, that just seemed a little gaslighty because it was like, no, you'll kill I mean, your dad because you owe him $50 million that <laughs> your ass don't have. And so since like, you're on the hook for that money, you will kill your father. This is the friend zone.
When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. That was crazy to me. I, like when I read that, I was like, mm, okay, now I kind of see no what sense. Alex is looking I'm like, like, now I'm like, well, damn, am I team Alex? Like, do I believe that the brother did it just off that one little morsel? Okay, what else? But, um, so what do the other three siblings think? Well, I didn't get I didn't get everything from the other siblings. I just got morsels of all of these different conspiracies mm-hmm. because it was so many. That's why I already had to give you it was it could have been a cousin, it could have been one of the kids, and I only gave you one of the kids. Right. Give us some no, more. You have oh okay. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm giving you another conspiracy. Look, I'm I'm told you I'm I'm gonna run and gun this just real <laughs> not the whole thing, but I'm just giving you like little taste of and bits and morsels just so you can see that yes, these are billionaires, but <laughs> It still doesn't like it don't matter how much money you have. It can literally be anybody. And I guess money it still doesn't matter to getting your own murder fucking solved because every resource is available at anybody's disposable, like disposable disposal. Like his kids have this money and they literally did hire people to figure this out because the damn cops couldn't figure this out. And we still don't have this figured out. Like, it's just crazy to me. And I'm just like, it's kind of a mind fuck to me that there's so many different like theories that are just popping up all over the internet. And that's why I was like, I have to at least make note of all of these different theories. And I literally just made like bullet points with question marks next to each of them because one of them was like, there's a mob theory. What's that? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I know okay, Reddit so- probably be going crazy on this case you know how reddit does. Uh, they have like they had two or three different reddits i bet there's just the one that's the theories reddit and then there's just the, uh there's like an updates reddit like so it's like ben and honey uh ben and barry and honey sherman theories barry and honey sherman uh theory, theories updates um so the mob so basically i told y'all that barry was really good with words he was really good with with anything he did from making the medicine from the lawyers, mm-hmm. which you even find out from him mm-hmm. winning the lawsuit against his, uh, his cousin. And from, cause if he did swindle his cousin like that, he did that on per Like he did, sh- he did that shit. Like he literally forgot to tell them like, Oh yeah, you could buy into this company and was taking care of them up until he really didn't have to take care of their ass no more. And was like, okay, well, you know, uh, pay me my money back too. On top of that, you know, 10 on 20. So he was capable of some, it, it seems like he could have been capable of some snakish things. With that said, um, him being also a businessman, he uh, could have potentially soured a deal, whether it was a pharmaceuticals deal, whether it was a new business venture deal. He could have potentially soured a deal, which could have gotten a mob, a Russian or Chinese uh, mob hit. Uh, the, the Russians or the Chinese could have been asked to step in to do this hit for a bad deal. So that was something that was too. rumored to be on there. The I mean, Mormons got a hell of a mafia wait, over there. Not the Mormon. <laughs> and you saying that to this day they don't know who did it? Mm-mm. I told you the documentary that just came out. Uh, that came out in June twenty. Th- that came out June of this year. It's a four part docu series on Crave, and it's called Billionaire Murders Crave Original. It just came out. Yeah, June twenty twenty three. It's four parts. June sixteenth. June sixteenth. June twenty twenty three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they released them two at a time. Oh, that was nice. 
instead of once a week. Huh. Um, yes. Oh, so it was, it was like a lot CBS. of. Oh, where they talked about it? Yeah, because you they, know, they played it. Yeah, they talked about it. You know how CBS will do the news clips? Because I'm now that you're mm-hmm. saying it, I feel like I do remember. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't get into it, you know. But I do remember this case of like the pool and them thinking it was a murder suicide, but then now they don't know. So I do remember actually. But I've I didn't know it got solved. That's crazy. I only I hadn't heard of it from the names, but then when I saw like the uh the the billionaire thing, I think it came up on my YouTube one time because I told y'all I'll be watching like uh like the lottery winners and stuff like that. So my algorithm just has all kinds of random things and I guess mixing with the true crime. This might have played in the back one time, but it showed um there there's like an investigative journalist who was like at the top of the story and he's actually the one that is uh heading the series uh that's on Crave. He was just talking about or showing a diagram of like the pool and what it looked like. And I remember seeing it then. And that's why when I saw it again, like uh, last week or this weekend, I was like, like, I think I've seen this pool thing before. Like, that's weird. Because yeah. I remember thinking then when I saw like, that's a very weird like shape or diagram or whatever that is. But um, they were suspended to that rail. And from her line of sight of walking in, I was also interested. In, I was like, so nobody else saw or like or like how far back was this like actual spacing or like, is it foggy in there? Like, I just had so many other questions from the crime scene because no I can't cameras? figure out. Like, I That's was just about to say that Francesca, like, when I was people just about to say that. that level of Except wealth, that level, you know, of a home that's like damn near an estate at this point, right. and there's no cameras outside, no cameras facing the pool, like anything, nothing. That's just tricky to me. That's weird. No yeah, security so systems that could show, you know, what door so was, there was open the, the at security what time. system. Remember, I told you the, uh, yeah, like like the alarm system when they came in, it was already disabled. And the lady was like, "Oh, damn, that was weird." Oh, so then it's an inside job. That's like, how the hell is it going to be disabled? <laughs> I mean, come on now. So <laughs> that's so that look. You said it's an inside job. That's another threat that might point back to the sun. Yeah, them kids and did people, that shit. Yeah, somebody that knows the security code. And people were also saying it's intimate. That's why I mentioned the way that the bodies were positioned as well. People were also saying it could have been an intimate crime or crime of passion because they positioned the bodies like the art to like maybe send a message of some sort or or like like maybe that. And in my mind, I was like, so what was that supposed like their like the dad or the mom's favorite art piece? And then they sent them to death that way to piss them off or something, because that is something a crazy person would do. But I was like, I don't know. Like that just didn't connect for me, but to make things to add insult to injury, friend, because you said, uh, you know, again, this happened in 2017, and as far as cameras are concerned, on the fourth anniversary of their death, four year anniversary of their death, the police released CCTV footage from one of the neighbors' cameras. Basically, it's literally just a man walking like from the direction of the uh, of the. Uh, the Sherman the scene of the crime from the scene of the crime mm-hmm. and people were like why y'all, so y'all like it's four this? years later <laughs> that was that like, Bigfoot video that was start going around last week that's what that was then. 
pretty much because people were like okay it's been four years you know what the hell y'all doing so then they did like a little press conference and the guy was like oh well you know we had the footage and we were trying our best to identify the the, the individual and now we're releasing it to and asking the public for their help at this four time four years like, later four fucking years, years later, later. <laughs> years later the cops are in on it <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. Everything, every little thing makes somebody seem kind of guilty, right? Because even going back to the the $35 million reward, I th- believe it was uh, $25 million at first, and then they added $10 more million on top of that, or maybe vice versa. It's totaled at $35 million today. And so for some, they just like, sorry, I'll just putting up this money because you know you ain't never going to have to pay I'm it. I'm finna like, just call then. I'm going to call the number and be like, the son did it, and I want my money when y'all find out. <laughs> now I want my money. I don't think it's gonna work like that. Cause look, if the if the sister Alex had accused him pick up the phone, she's like, Yes, I know he did. How you know? And you're like, I don't know, but from what I read. Asante said that that (laughs) motherfucker owed your daddy $35 million, girl. Your brother not a the 50 million. 50 million. 50 million. The 35 is for me. (laughs) Yes. So the 35 is for me. So there was other there were other people involved in conspiracies. Um wasn't nobody the, cheating? Because this sounds like some shit like a, lo- a jaded lover could have did. That's Maybe what I'm honey was you. getting her pot stirred. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. They were saying that like, like uh, in the little four-part investigator series, um, they literally show like all of the, the neighbors are just saying how much they love them. They were like. Oh, they were swingers. They were <laughs> may- sisters. Maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> See, they oh were my sisters. God. Like, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this fucked so, up. Who killed them damn people? Who killed the Canadians? Uh, I don't know, but I just have one Not more suspect I want to throw murder. at you randomly. Oh, Lord. Um, the there's another gentleman. No. <laughs> I mean, maybe. There's another gentleman by the name of Frank D'Angelo. Frank D'Angelo, he was Sherman's... Uh, he was his friend. He well, yeah. He was his friend and his partner in the the movie and beverage industry, and he also was like because he was a philanthropist. Basically, when they say that he was his partner in the in the beverage biz, the, the movie and beverage business, he was like payrolling all of these movies that this Frank D'Angelo person was making, mm. and nobody could understand why. I can. <laughs> like, I can understand why. I don't even know what I. I don't even know if I want to ask why. Do you even no. need to? Because as far as what I know about you, I don't. You need can to. understand why too. <laughs> <laughs> if my, according to my recollection of your personal business, okay, we gay. You know, gay shit when you hear it. Oh my God, shit. please Lord. Man, he got a gay name, Frank D'Angelo. How you doing? <laughs> Sounds like one. <laughs> oh, well. <God. laughs> That was no, see, what they know, were sisters. <laughs> okay, they were sisters. What I know about you, okay. <laughs> like that was that back to back. Out. <laughs> we have to name the episode that we have to. And what I know about you, <laughs> you know what? I'm texting them right Shit. now. I tr- I've been trying to hold it together, but Dustin, you just and really what I know like. God do you damn. see it? I mean, do you hear what I hear? You know what I'm saying? I mean, and 
and maybe I don't I don't want to affirm sounds like <laughs> and, gays, I, and I but sex lover stuff. Can't, look, I can't what it sounds like. It doesn't look nothing actually points to that direction. It's pointing in that, that direction. That would have been such a good episode title, gay butt sex lover stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why do you are saying if we gay didn't have butt ass? sex lover stuff? That's what it is. <laughs> That's the unofficial title, okay? <laughs> What's going? Ooh. Gay butt sex lover stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just please. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hmm. That's what they were saying. Okay. <laughs> Down in the pool, baby. Okay. And Whoa. only, only, no, only <laughs> us would do would get the last laugh by putting you and the and making it all of that. Stop. You know what I'm saying? He got Please. you that looking like allegedly. Why is this all used to get allegedly, okay. allegedly, <laughs> like only of <laughs> would do something like that. <laughs> you and your wife, you go together. <laughs> You pick her? Frank D'Angelo was somebody that Barry worked with early on. And for whatever reason, Barry just kept paying for him and hmm. just uh, bankrolling his movies. Hmm. Some people did think it could have been potentially blackmail, which potentially leads into Dustin the way he's talking That's about. Right. Which is why Wait, what There's am I talking about, suspects. friend? This is I just wanted to round that out. Gave. Gay butt That's sex lover stuff. That's not what we're stuff. talking about, but I rounded out to how it could be what we're talking Gay about. Gay butt sex lover stuff. That's right. It's too many. It's too many sus- uh, suspects. This is a tough one. Everyone yeah. had a motive. That mm-hmm. I mean, he was a he was a billionaire. He was yeah. a billionaire. He got four kids. He pissed off a whole bunch of people in the pharmaceutical industry. He crossed over his cousins, uh, got cartels from other deals he could have soured. Mind you, I didn't even talk about because I'm saying he's part of the pharmaceutical industry. We didn't even talk about really the impact, and I ain't make no numbers, so I guess we can't really talk about the impact. But but because he was making generic drugs, he was taking money out of the big dang's pockets because you know they got to sell those mm-hmm. at top dollar. Right. Right. So if True. you take if you taking <laughs> pills that are going for one hundred, two hundred, five hundred dollars a pill, and you selling it for five dollars, five Jessica down, fives, tens, fifteens, twenties. I like. I've got a generic version of prescriptions myself. Oh yeah. what? Yeah. Sometimes you what? got to. Hell yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, thousand dollars for new every corner. For a pill. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't cut every corner, but it, sometimes it's like, well, if I got to take a drug, you know, maybe I need to try to little off brand because I don't want to be addicted <laughs> to that real thing. I don't got the money the for the bottom whole thing. shelf. Uh huh. <laughs> look, it's, look, as long as I ain't got to do it like crack, you know, just you know. <laughs> I just realized. Side note. I'm so sorry. I really do not like needles. Like. At all whatsoever, I just had to put that out there really fast. Why are you? Why? Because everybody on Ozempic. Ooh, <laughs> what? It, you know, uh, it's funny that you said Ozempic. that because on Saturday, Mandy was like, "Oh, you getting skinny? What you on Ozempic or something?" Uh-huh. She's so no. <laughs> Everybody's doing it. I ain't never seen so many necks in my life. A bunch of you motherfuckers has been covered up for years. I'm seeing <laughs> clavicles and shit and collarbones. You know what I'm saying? That Ozempic wearing y'all ass thin. Okay. It is. They sh- but anyway. Shaking it in. Damn. So the people so, yes. just dead. We don't know what the hell happened. That's the crazy. people are dead. 
And we don't know what happened. And the killers are roaming free. Probably could be in their own crib as we speak. The the killers could be one of the kids. The killer, it, they could have just been a stranger. They could have been a rando that just stopped in. Nah, baby. And I'm just saying, like, it, like literally, they could be looking for somebody. They could be looking real close in, and it could have just been somebody that just was like, oh, this is like a nice house, and then just went and decided to kill somebody, which is crazy. But That's it literally could have been anybody. Damn. That's why it's titled or left as or categorized as a whodunit. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would like words were whooping my ass today. And really, I want to tell y'all the original one I wanted to do. Friend, are you familiar with, um, uh, damn, what was it? Kana Livre? Kana Lisa Rice? No. no. C- no. Cream of wheat. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the title is in Portuguese, and I'm not going to be able to say it with the accent. So it, it looks like Canal Livre to me. I don't know what that is. Okay. Well, Canal Livre was a popular news program in Brazil. It was presented by the former police officer and former politician Wallace Souza. There is a documentary on Netflix. It's a four part documentary. It's called Killer Ratings. And it's about this show. And I'm not, this is not a recommendation to go watch. So if you decide to go watch, this is the notice that I'm giving you beforehand. I only watched part of the first episode. And I couldn't finish because they were showing a lot of the stuff that went on on the program. And some of it was really gory. Like they were showing like actual like um, dead bodies or fights and blood. And this show, it was filmed by this. um, It was this news program um, hosted by this officer or former officer. And basically he was doing like this investigative news reporting, but he was also like in the streets. So it was like cops with a host like you know how cheaters like the dude will go in and do the stuff and then mm-hmm. security coming if she gets real it's like literally just this dude reporting while um the cops are catching criminals he's talking to criminals on camera they talking about they're not gonna do it again then he had this really random live show where people were in the studio and so they got other uh reporters to go out and do the scene stuff while he's in the studio and then people are in the studio there's like music and singing and dancing and the whole nine and then they go back to like this weird like cop or uh like justice thing. So like one woman in the audience, she's like uh, the guy, a uh, host, he goes up to her. She's like, what's your name? What's going on? She's like, I just want to say the uh, the guy that murdered my son, he's here. And then the host is like, whoa, whoa, grab him, grab him. Don't leave. And they go over what? to the guy and like, yeah, like it's a really wild show. But it was a show that was in the 90s. And apparently this docuseries takes place because. A lot of conspiracies arose on whether or not he was involved with some of the crimes that were taking place or some extortion happening later on down the road. The whole nine. But again, it was a very, very graphic watch. So because of that, I, w- I was shooketh. And it felt like it felt like watching 4chan. Destin, if you don't know what that is, don't oh look Lord. it up. I didn't Anybody else don't know what this? I've only been here three days. I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. But yeah. needless to say, there's a lot of crazy things to happen in the world. It don't matter how much money you got. You could be a target and that money ain't going to save you unless you just, you know, actually get a camera security system and For things real. that could help you in a tight circle. And cut Whatever your family you think off. Might protect you. <laughs> oh, Shit. Child. You. Cut, them off. cut them off amicably, though. So there's no. So if something does happen to you, they'll know that they are not the suspects and they can actually help find the real person. Maybe. I don't know. This is crazy. This was so crazy. Any it's final sad. thoughts or closing thoughts? Because there's just so many parts. Yeah, to who it. the fuck killed the Canadians? 
That's what I want to know. Who killed them? And Fritz have been a perfect murder. Like they literally could not find anyone. That's crazy. That always blows my mind. Like with all the technology available, you know, with forensics mm-hmm. and DNA, te- like it's just like wow, you really got away with killing two human beings, two Damn. very wealthy and human w- beings with all the access and resources. All the access and resource. I told you he was the 15th wealthiest person That's in Canada. Shocking. When they passed, like uh, all of like the big figures were out there. Like I feel like Justin Trudeau tweeted about it. Like it was like a whole thing. So I always feel when shit like that goes down, especially with someone that wealthy, it's always like a bigger story. Yeah. You know, like government, something much bigger. Like yeah, Beyonce said. like. Right, mm-hmm. government, police. Like I bet you, we're not even scratching the surface. Scratching the surface, mm-hmm. tip of the iceberg, for real. Probably thinking, oh, the nephew, oh, the cousin, oh, the lover. But it's probably him being so wealthy, and he, you know, to be that wealthy, I don't think you can do it ethically. So who knows what's been going on under the hood, and we'll never know. I know. We will never know. What we do know is that Barry and a honey gag that day. <laughs> That's you know what? We what? Know. I know they was like, oh my God. And on that note. <laughs> oh my God. You know, they was like, it's spooky season. <laughs> Don't get haunted. This segment is brought to you by Target and Black Beyond Measure. It's that time of year again to bring the HBCU energy and Target has you covered from a range of black owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. And of course, Target is also sponsoring the new season of Illuminating Intersectionality featuring Chef Jade of All Jades, Dr. Takia Robinson, and Fran of Hey Fran Hey. Let's bring in the wind The the Sherman's gag. (laughs) Oh, what day was that? December 15th. (laughs) That ain't funny. That's horrible, (laughs) y'all. The fact that he's still laughing while saying it's horrible. So if you follow me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Hey, you know that I posted a story maybe last week um, about just feeling hot all the time, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not just me, because I noticed people being caring. Well, not people, my friends. Shout out to like Crystal and Zaya. Yes. Um, our friend Nikki. She's actually the yes. first one for real that I saw Nikki from Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, that I saw carrying around a little fan. Normally it was for her um, makeup, like when mm-hmm. she does your makeup to help it kind of sink, uh, not sink in. Like to help Sharp, set the yes. makeup, right? Oh my god! <laughs> right. he to help set the makeup, she uses a cute little fan at the end of your session, and so. But when we went to the Beyonce concert, her and Crystal whipped out their fans, and it was such a game changer because it's just in your purse. It's little. It has you know different speeds. And it just gets the job done. And I was like, that's crazy that we're at the age where we're carrying around these little portable, you know, little mini fans. But it got to a point, especially last week when I saw you, Dustin, we were at uh, CultureCon. I just felt so hot, especially everyone hugging. And I Mm. had to go from building to building and like do a couple of things. 
steps. We it was already a muggy day. It was raining, and I was so sweaty by the end of it. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate that feeling. I don't like when people go to hug you because I think like mm-hmm. your back is just. Ugh. Just not a fan of that feeling. So I was like, I have to jump on board. Mm-hmm. And I went on Amazon. Look at this cute little fan. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Yep. For those yes. of you watching on Patreon, it has a cute little base. Yep. So like even right now, it's been on. Work. I've it's just quiet. had it. It's super quiet. It has three different speeds. And they're actually really good. And I like how compact and cute it is. Because it literally fits in your bag. Most of us carry... Entirely too big bags. What are the speeds? Church, conference, and club. <laughs> Those are the three speeds. It can go church, conference, and club. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This one that I have is the Gaia Top G A I A T O P mini portable mm. fan on Amazon. Eleven dollars. Okay? Get out of here. Well spent. Eleven dollars. And look at the quality. It's not shitty. Nope. Oh, it has nice. the name at the back. Is that black I or green, gonna- friend? Forest green. Okay, yeah, yes. friend. You okay. know, if it's in green, I'm gonna get it. That's yeah. just my power Work color. <laughs> but they have it in seven colors. They have like blue, black, pink, green, yellow, a teal, a white. And obviously chrome. there's tons, there's <laughs> tons of different brands. Um, but this one is just so good. I read the reviews. I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay on Amazon mm-hmm. to read reviews for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is so cute because of the base. I think that's really a game changer too, especially if you're sitting somewhere and just need like a little breeze. You don't want to hold it. I know that. people work. Yeah, and people work out of cafes or at parks or wherever. Um, so definitely something <laughs> that if you've been feeling hot, whether it's menopause, global boiling, I mean all the different factors Lust. for real. Lust, <laughs> just <laughs> exhaustion, just take me a cold shower. <laughs> whatever the whatever the case may be, I just wanted to put it into your awareness because it's so yeah. affordable and it's really good quality. Like at first, I was like, "Ooh, an eleven dollar fan from Amazon's probably gone last blade gonna fly off." But no, legit, this will be good, and it's um. USB rechargeable, which is really cool. That's a Just cool throw it gift. On the, it is a cool gift. Throw it on the the USB for like 20, 30 minutes and it's fully charged and it lasts. So very cute design, very great right. product. Right? Is there a hole for the is hot there a hole girls? for a, is there a hole for a neck strap or loop? Yes, actually. I just didn't put it in, but it comes with a little strap. So mm-hmm. okay, all right, yeah. Nah. And if you wanna, it, you know, it has a little down mm-hmm. here. Oh, okay, area to mm-hmm. attach yep. that, yeah. Right, so you can mm-hmm. attach it, or if you wanna attach a different one, like you said, that's more of a neck strap. But yeah, really, uh, just uh, you know, those of us getting older, getting thicker. No, you know, I, I feel like I feel like everybody need a little because even you know, di- even dietary, you know, some people I feel like they might be eating foods and it just makes them hotter or whatever. I mean, yeah, if you're eating a really heavy meal that your body's putting in more work to break down, you're going to feel hot. We're literal machines, so feeling and, hot, hot, hot. And those of us like last week having digestive issues or just tummy fires, whatever the case, your bodies can be a little overworked. So, how do you feel about those neck fans? I haven't seen those. What are the neck fans? You know the ones they just sit on your neck. 
Like they go all the way around. I think that's stupid because it make your neck hot wearing the motherfucker. <laughs> a fan ain't supposed to touch you. I've the seen breeze those. is. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like Toya had one on one time, but it literally like just blows the air right up on your neck. So it's like a little like, necklace with air vents. It looked like it literally looks like these headphones. It looks just like this. Hold on. Oh, and then the air it, it reminds like me of the. That reminds me of the microphones they use on Love Island. Like the little black microphone. <laughs> the Medea mics. <laughs> no, I haven't seen those. I don't think I would do that, to be honest. That seems like a lot for me. But popping yeah. this out of my big ass purse, works that, you, yeah. that works mm-hmm, for me. Yeah. And it's just, and it's cute. Zaya Bell actually lent me hers when I went oh, to her dope. party. She had a, she saw that I was like, I was like wiping the sweat because my hair was huge that night too. And she was which, like, girl, I got you. Yeah, my hair was really big that night and big hair is gorgeous but it's also hot and so she uh and i had on a silk blouse mm-hmm. i mean the terrible combination oh, yeah. just hot and silk i didn't want to mm. be that person with the sweat spots so she um she was like here take my fan i was like game changer yes. <laughs> why do we all have fans <laughs> just everyone just pops theirs out so if you want to join the club with the hot girls <laughs> all year round Gaia Top is is the brand that I'm using and that I definitely recommend and it's cheap and affordable and actually really good quality. So that's Big it. Big fan for your head top. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> hot ass head top. So that's it for this week's wellness segment. Once again, this segment was brought to you by Target and Black Beyond Measure. Target has you covered from a range of Black-owned and founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. Mr. Music Man, back to you. What we going on? What's going on this week? Well, there's only one thing that I really want to talk about, and it's not because I'm super interested in it, but it is mm-hmm. because it is something that I'm I watched a few times and I thought it was hot. So I feel like everyone should have experienced it by now. And if you haven't, you should go experience it. Lenny Kravitz has a new single mm-hmm. and there is a video. The new song is called TK421. And he is showing ass. Come on. And, and we like he's that. living his best life. He said, I don't have to release an OnlyFans. I could just drop a single. And that's what he did. And, and be gorgeous. Ooh. Yeah. And the music still hits. So it's not like he's just, you know, showing ass and it's like giving us mid music. Lenny Kravis is reminding us, damn, like, nigga, I have a voice. And it's like, nigga, you do have a voice. Wow. And he's fine. Shout out to you, Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz is hot. And he hot, has beautiful hot. homes. <laughs> I thought you. <laughs> I thought you. The fact that else. y'all both made that face. <laughs> homes. Homes. Yo, I mean, like, look. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Because I didn't thought the same thing too. It's the way he act, 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 act. <laughs> no, act, you didn't. Uh. It's the mm-hmm. way he act. <laughs> no, he has beautiful homes. He has like a ranch style home. This beautiful yes, home in he Brazil. Does. I hope he, he does. He just gets it. He had a <laughs> actually. He had a really beautiful collaboration. I believe it was with West Elm. Mm-hmm. His own furniture line. Oh, mm-hmm. y'all. Oh yeah, gorgeous. I got the t- I almost I wanted got, his uh, couch. But I was like, I got them towels. Oh, cool. The towels I got was the Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> oh my 
Because the mm-hmm. did you see the bed frame and stuff that was in that collection? I'm sure I did because I literally obsessed over it, but I don't remember it right now because it was yeah, like a couple nah, years back. It, I just remember the couch cool and the rugs. Yeah, just oh, he gets it. Yeah, his homes are gorgeous. I told you I yeah. saw him in Claude's elevator one day. <laughs> you did, Fred. The wealth. <laughs> the elevator opened. And I was like, of course, Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Seat, like, what the hell? What, what did you say, Fran? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> what I did you not like, say? Because <laughs> I know I would have been like. I mean, I would say hello. I wasn't trying to be rude, but I was like, mm-hmm. oh, hello. He's like, hello. And then I was standing there like. No, you gotta say hello. <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta speak. You gotta I say like hello Maya like Adele. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Asante. I haven't heard the song. Now I'm inspired. Um, we really don't even care oh, what it sounds like. To be honest with you, we want to see the butt shots. <laughs> I mean the gay butt sex lover stuff. <laughs> yeah. Gay butt sex lover stuff. <laughs> we clearly need naps today badly. Uh, I mean jeez Louise. Anyway, the title of the song uh, which I didn't even I just want to share this just to say that I knew it, but I don't care about it. Um TK421 uh, is a Star uh, Star Wars reference. I'm a oh, in the okay. Star Trek not Star Wars in case somebody was like you ain't even say that. I knew that. I just don't care about that. So that's what is not that? My, what my is that in reference to? Like a um, that gold or? robot. So, yeah, the stormtroopers. Well, no, not the gold ones. The um the the white uh, the 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 white <laughs> so the white the people the white soldiers okay, okay. yeah those are the stormtroopers so the the male stormtroopers is the TK four two one and he's like can you feel it my TK four two one it's like okay, okay. I don't want to feel your robot side but <laughs> I feel your backside um, that's anyway, what he says in the so song yes. can you feel really? it my TK four two one okay Lenny. Nerdy, nerdy sex. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, you look. Can you get, feel get my off the market? <laughs> sounds like a foundation color. Oh my God, he doesn't say it like that. It sounds like a Which foundation crazy. color. Well, what color you wear, girl? I think I need that TK four two one. So that's what it sounds like. The color of makeup. Oh gosh. Yeah, girl, because you had that three twenty six last that time. Shannon Sharp had on <laughs> TKO four two one. Did you see oh that my shit? God. I, I know did. we already talked about he it, but it God damn. It was her first day. It was her first day. Well, why'd you let her use barbecue sauce instead of makeup? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Anyway. Um, other things that happened in music. Music came out. Offset dropped his new project. Um, set it off. Oh, I uh, forgot to listen to it. Is it good? Did yeah. y'all hear it? Mm-hmm. I've listened to a bunch of different cuts from it. I haven't listened to the whole thing. Like I like the songs with the features that I've heard so far, but I really like people's songs that don't have features on them. So that's the ones I need to spend the time with. But uh, everything is pretty, uh, pretty hot so far from what I've heard. That's cool. <coughs> I saw me. some mixed latest, reviews, so I, but I didn't listen to myself, so I can't. I don't have an opinion. The latest visual he just uh, dropped, I believe, was "Say My Grace" featuring Travis Scott. That was the one I saw on YouTube recently. Mm. Um, I like that video. And I think the song is dope. And I listened to other features, the song with Lotto and Chloe. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, Chloe, because our sister, 
Um, Hallie is pregnant. Peoples is mad. I mean, leave her alone. She little this mermaid. This is such a sensitive <laughs> time. Let her just, you know, let her just be in her world. What the heck? Y'all don't she's even a, know these people. And she's a grown <laughs> ass woman. Okay, I, I just feel people like literally fuck. don't I, know her. I just feel like you know how people you know how things happen and then people want to like have a conversation but they do something so heinous it's like bitch we can't have no conversation now like how you know when Chris and Michelle did this shit and she's like it was to start a conversation it's like well bitch now none of us can talk but we, <laughs> she apologized uh, I say that to say it's funny that uh, I, like the conversation I want to have is like why do we have to treat people like this or what do we feel like people owe us or like I'm just I'm perplexed why. Hallie becoming pregnant becomes an issue for everyone else. I can tell you like, exactly like, why. I, because they okay. were positioning her to be, not positioning her to be, based on the things that she has done, the work, the pattern of work that she's done, people were positioning her. They were they were heralding her and lauding her. You know what I'm saying? They 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 were holding her, her in high regard and had a certain reverence for her. She was very young. And at the beginning of really her career, you know what I'm saying? Taking off. She just did the little mermaid. She has the color purple coming out. Then top to toe, um, coupled with that, the guy that she's pregnant by, a lot of people aren't familiar with his, his, with him in general. Right. They just know that he makes music, but he has a whole other, right. And he's very, he's rich. Let me just say that. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's rich. Like rich, rich. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that people and understand that. rich. Yeah. People are confused about that. And they feel like she is letting everyone down. You know what I'm saying? And letting herself down. And they feel like she's going to miss out on certain opportunities. And, and her star is not going to rise the way that people thought that it once was. That ain't how I feel. I'm just saying that's how people feel. Yeah. You know? Yes. And I, pre- and I, and, and I'm glad you broke yeah. it down that way so eloquently because that's literally all, that's literally everything that it is. And I think that's why I get upset because it's like some of the same people that have these issues are the same people that yeah, raggedy ass would lies want. damn self, first of all. And I think yeah. that's why I think that want. it's a lot of projection and tri- mm-hmm. and people are triggered. You mm-hmm. know, they like people um, escape their own situations through watching celebrities yes. you know reach their dreams and amass wealth and do all these amazing right. things and so when it seems like oh you're doing regular people shit by being pregnant you know it's like they get angry yeah, right. like this wasn't our plan type right, shit and it's exactly. like bro you right. don't know her and, and that's the <laughs> and, and we've seen so, this before remember Lauren crazy. Hill Yep. Lauren Hill, I feel like mm-hmm, people were mm-hmm. pissed that she was pregnant. Oh, so you're at the pinnacle of your career. Why would you do this? And look, she's yep. I'm, well, maybe she's not the best example, but she was fine. She was, and she's still she was fine. She chose, yeah. she chose to remove herself, but From she was society. absolutely and fine. And that's the thing. When yeah. we look at these things and the people that have made it past those things, some of those same people are the ones that are reinforcing this these stereotypes or these issues. And I'm like, why can't we just look at this and be like, so to, like congratulations she's pregnant like right. she st- she has more they have more than enough money to take care of this baby and keep doing That's what the they're other doing part. like this ain't going to hold like, her back right 
Like, no one's gonna look at her sideways and be like, oh, like, yeah, she's yeah, a little pregnant. girl, but no, she's a little girl with the baby. She's, she's a, a grown, grown ass woman. Ass woman. That's <laughs> and it's a different time. And it's also a very different time. There was a time where having kids would it's have fucked upon. you up. Yeah. Like, we know that. Yes. We've seen that. We were yes, at that that's age where artists back now in the day. Changed. Yeah, it, it did fuck them up. But it's different now. Like, it's so different mm-hmm. now. We watch celebs have their kids and still be on tours, yep. making movies. It don't slow nothing down. Yep. Should be fine. So, yes, I just want everyone out there, if you have decided to turn your back on Hallie to... Oh, hell. I mean, you know, do whatever the hell you want to do. <laughs> but, you know, just really think about, you know, look at your life and look at your choices. Just really think about how much stock you're putting into your artists and what you're doing with them and why you're thinking about them so deeply sometimes, I guess. Or I don't look at certain artists and be like, damn, I'm disappointed you would do that. Because like, I don't know. I you, do. I was disappointed like, in Latasha Scott. I why would she steal that remember. money like that? I love Escape. I mean, <laughs> why would she do that? But, why but again, would you do that? Look, she she been fucking with Candy for years, so why she did yeah. that? You know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, I just want to mention that because that happened, and uh, yeah, that does it for the artist to mention portion of this. Now we can get into songs to play because I would like to know what you all have been listening to. Mm. So if you so please, friend. I want to know what you've been listening to since you've been, you know, just hopping all around the world. Been right. around the world now, yeah, yeah. I can't find my friend. Man. I don't know where. I don't yeah, know why. Not, no, not this she must month. be with Zaya. I don't know where she may be. Child. I love that song. Making money somewhere. <laughs> I found a song by an artist named Misha. And mm-hmm. it it it's one of those where, you know, Spotify just let was kept playing songs and then I literally ran to my phone to see who this was and the song is called Question and it's by Misha Amber Navrin or Navran and Jesse Halm and this All is right. how it goes singing her ass off so that's question by misha amber navran and jesse Holm, and then our guy sebastian michael mm-hmm. yes he has a record with flower child and it's called eucalyptus i really like it this is how it goes Looking for you, 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 you. 
Best records. That sound. That's a vibe. Yes. And then I was at a bar, and the DJ was actually terrible. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> oh no, it was like shocking. Like I, we just kept looking oh over. Like, God. is this real? Like the transitions wasn't even trying. <laughs> oh. It felt like he was just throwing shit he liked. I mean, granted the songs were good, but it's just like, bro, sequencing, no transition, nothing. But he reminds me of this the song Days Like This with Khalid and Goldlink. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard mm. it in so many years. I think it dropped in 2019. And I was like, what a vibe. So I have to play it today. This is how it goes. Khalid and Gold Link. Where is Gold Link? I feel like after he said some shit about what was it, Mac Miller, mm-hmm. it just everything just changed oh, for the kid. Yeah. They broke the chain. But that's it. <laughs> Gold Link. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Those are my three. <laughs> Justin Russ, what are you listening to? First song this week is UGK Murder. Shout out to yeah, Bun B. Rest in peace. Hey. Yeah, yeah, no place here for us, you know what I mean? But that motherfucker need a killer, that's all. I'm still Pimp C, bitch. So what the fuck is up? Putting powder on the street because I got big fucking nuts. Coming back from Louisiana in a Fleetwood land. I deserve to nick some shit to put the bees on their back. Got the pound going for both because you know I just pay two. Nigga bought 30 from it, so I'm running 42. He gon' pop for 700 times, 62. 24 is what I get, so nigga, fuck what you do. If I told you cocaine numbers, you would think I was lying. Young ass niggas 22 was talking about they were trying. In the game ain't a thing, coming forward with beans. Rick at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's horror. Next song I'm going to play is called Flint Flow, okay? Shout out to Flint, Michigan. Um, this song is called Flint Flow by Babyface E featuring RMC Mike. 
and a bunch of other Flint niggas and it's uh, a song that I'm about to play for y'all right about that. Stop being fake on tip if you ain't really on that. If I break with my bitch, then I'm maddening all the hoes back. If I stop this rap shit, then I'm back up in that one bag. Bro, got Glock on him, he ready to shoot shit like for show mad. On IG, just post my new bitch, got my hoes. See mad. a nigga on YouTube sounding like me, that's my old bag. I've been trapping for so long, bitch, I'm still counting old cash. Put a 10 ball on a nigga head, get him toe tag. Nigga cap so much in his rap, she got a gold hat. My brother said a nigga touch grims, he give him soul taps. I just text his head, 100 bitch, I want my soul back. Spent some bands in OSS, I gotta go back. I know he broke ER asking where the hoes at. I just touched down in LA where the balls at. I wore this shit once and I can't find it where my clothes at. I'm trying to get whatever cost the most. Yeah, I mean, I ain't even got to say a lot about it because you can hear it. Now, this last song is my, um, I, I like this song. It's by Huncho. It's called Your Friends. <laughs> What you doing? Where you been? Where you going? You with your friends? I don't like them. I'm just saying, they ain't right, and I can see it. Now one of them got a man. Now one of them got a plan. Now one of them fucking with you. Now one of them driving bands. Everyone done tried to fuck me, but I can't let you be embarrassed. Why the hell you at the club with them when we can be in Paris? Why the hell you go outside? I'm trying to fuck, girl, start a family. You can be with me while I'm locked in here trying to make this ground. Oh yeah, baby, I'm the man. You know that. The bitches with you now. You know that. Come be with your man. Don't go back. Fuck yeah, your friends by Huncho. That's it for me. I just I, I want to give an honorable mention um to a song that I can't stop playing personally ever since this album came out. The album mean a lot to me. I know a lot of y'all don't like it, but Virginia Beach by Drake on For All the Dogs is a song that has me in the tightest of chokeholds right now. Yeah. I cannot stop listening to it. I play it probably like six, seven times a day. Um, I, I I love Virginia Beach by Drake on For All The Dogs. So listen to it at your own time. That's it. The first song that I would like to play this week is from none other than L.A. featuring Xavier Ooh, Omar. L.A. Xavier <laughs> Omar. He's two, like the king of, of SoundCloud. <laughs> two of my faves. What's up, Xavier? Um, okay. Uh, this name is the name of the track is called Favorite with a U. You know, you're not a spell that. This is how I go. Anywhere you are, I'ma be there right beside you. Anywhere you are, cause girl, I know you're down for me. You're right.
I love them together. <clears throat> yes, they sound amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, this song is a throwback. It's Bryson Tiller. It is a song that I I have I've always loved, and it's just back in the rotation. And I don't even know why. You know, you just lose sight of certain things, and then certain things just activate you. But this is one of those songs for me, and it's a nigga song, and I love it. It's called <laughs> "You Got It." I had to write this song about you right here. Yeah. I told you I was gonna make this song about you right here. Yeah. Hey, bad little thing, a true religion ginger. Super clean, yo. What's good with you and me, yo? Chasing dreams, yo. Hit me when you're free, yo. Sexy, that's just what I needed. Yeah, so that's You Got It. <clears throat> Last song, it's from TikTok and it has me in a chokehold. It's from a young lady by the name of Lay Banks and this song is called Ick. The men going into their soft girl era, these niggas need to tighten the fuck up. Raw ass bitch, he might get some enough red bottles don't fit. I'm a hood sender, then he put up in the breeze. It's a broke man touch, making me sick. If it went, I don't mean to judge of a first impression. Or his part time job at 7 to left, but he a broke ass pest. Asking 21 quest, not an axe on his body, bad bitch, repel. And he got bad credit. And he got a foot fetish. When he swiped his card, they rejected. All the real bitches did it. DNR, buddy, Tron, paramedic. Mm-mm, flatline, just get it. There ain't no coming back when you get it. All the real bitches get it. He gave me the. So that song is Ick, Lay Banks with a Z at the end. It had that, um, that dun, 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 dun from Tokyo Drift. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, that song was, that was crazy. My shit. But Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was like that being mixed in there. And then when that next part was, she was like, Lady Boner gone. And I was like, okay. So, you know, there's some shit going on. You know, the kids is on to some things. I'm just, you know, I was excited to see where they're going. I remember when I was feeling that little Uzi track and niggas was still iffy about it. And then, you know, Beyonce just did it on the wrong, you know what I'm saying? So it's just cool to always see where music goes, wherever the energy flows. But that does it for this week's uh, Music Man segment. It's that time of year again to bring the HBCU energy. Target has you covered from a range of Black-owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Whether it's homecoming or brunch with the girls, add an exclamation point to the menu with Ghetto Gastro's waffle mix and syrup and Slutty Vegan's tasty dips. Even better, make it a party with fun games like Lyrically Correct and Culture Karaoke. Discover more ways to tap in with Black-owned or founded products for your next social gathering. And by the way, did you know Target is bringing back the HBCU Design Challenge, a creative competition pairing HBCU students 
with Target Mentors. Keep an eye out for Target Scholars as well, a scholastic program offering financial assistance and internship opportunities for HBCU students. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. Target is also sponsoring the new season of Illuminating Intersectionality featuring moi and your faves from Getting Grown, Dr. Takia Robinson and Chef Jade of All Jades. We're very excited about this season. It was so good the first time around that they brought us back as an official Target-sponsored podcast. We're very excited about that. Go ahead and check it out right now wherever you listen to your podcast. Season two is focused on HBCUs. We discuss everything from food and culture to the women who have been overlooked, the students, the scholars, the staff in the development of HBCUs. And my episode focuses on the foreign born Black experience. What's it like coming into the States and going to a historically Black college or university? What's the student body like? What's it like with the language, with the food? We get into all of it and it's a really, really, really good conversation. So go listen now. Illuminating Intersectionality, Season 2. Thank you, Target. Now we can go on to Dustin Ross to see what you've been watching because it's TV land. So what's on, Dustin? What's on? Well, first of all, again, I want to give a shout out to Love and Marriage Huntsville, the OG of all the Love and Marriage um, (laughs) shows. Uh, This has been an incredible, incredible run of episodes. Um, just watch it. That's all I have to say. If you're familiar with the stories on the show, then you know what time it is and you know why you need to be watching it. You also know that if I'm telling you that right now that show is at its best, okay, like the glory days, the seasons one and two days, then you know I'm not bullshitting. So watch it. I cannot wait to talk to you guys about what's going to happen next week between Kiki and Letitia. So yeah, we'll just Kiki is the there. cousin that was stealing. Baby, Kiki is the cousin, and she yeah. Now she didn't stole the show, okay? <laughs> because they're gonna have a moment next week that is going to, I think, echo through the um, halls of Love and Marriage Huntsville conversations Uh-oh. for years to come. Oh God! So it's gonna be good. Um, that's going on. Uh, let's see what else. There was something else I wanted to talk to you guys about. Uh, you know, I said I wasn't going to talk about baddies, um, whatever direction you want to pick <laughs> on this on this section of the show, just because I wanted to kind of elevate the conversation a little bit. But I have <laughs> to talk about the fact that, well, Vicky got yes. beat the fuck up on this episode. Jesus loves you. I was you. so happy to see her get her ass whipped. Jesus loves you. I hate you. her so much. I hate the way her voice so sounds. I hate everything, everything about, about her. Vicky. And here's ooh, why. Ooh, ooh. Not just because she's irritating, right? And annoying and a, a pest. Mm-hmm. It's not just that. Mm-hmm. It's because she's been harmful. Well, Vicky lied for years mm-hmm. and said that she was black. She literally Did said she? that. For years, she said that she Yikes. was black. And that she was from Atlanta and black, all this other shit. Then it came out that she wasn't black. I know she used the N-word, okay? Oh. She's been a she's been what? a vocal and upfront supporter of Donald Trump. You know why? And she's she makes videos in um in hoopty looking like convertible cars with a bunch of black guys in MAGA hats um, saying, yeah, Trump 2024, Trump 2024. What? Like, like literally, you know, because Trump was giving us them 1500 a week, 1500 a week. Oh, That's what God. she's saying. So I hate her. I'll just say that. So <laughs> I found so much joy and delight 
and seeing that girl punch her in the face and hit her all upside the head and knock her on the floor. I enjoyed every minute of it. I loved that I have, violence. I, That's all I wanted I to say to about add, it. <laughs> I, I just want to add, she got, uh, you know, touched on a couple episodes prior and I wasn't upset. I know people were like, oh, you know, they shouldn't be doing that to her. She's not there for that. And I was like, I don't care about her. Get her. Look, I felt like New York. Get her out of here. Get her out of here. Get her out of here. I, <laughs> like she got. And now she's gone. I thoroughly am disgusted and disappointed. You want to talk about being let down? I'm sad when I see people defend her online or say that or, or try to make space for her or whatever the fuck. That makes me so mad. And it makes me sad because she's literally a dumbass and people are caping for her. She's so she is so dense and, and just completely void of any sort of goodness any sort of 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 value really you know what i'm saying she's literally filling up space and i hate the fact that she says she came on a fucking baddie show and she's not there for that the show is that that's, that's what the show is you are there for that and i'm glad you got knocked upside the head i wish it would have been more that's what i wish i wish Damn. it would have been targeted Violence toward her. That's what I would have liked to see as entertainment. Like, ba- like, like they would have took it to Bad Girls Club and like forced her out the so, house, like flipping beds and. That's shit. all I just wanted to but say they about the baddies. Okay, there's another show that's on now that I want you guys to watch because I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's called House of Villains. It's currently airing on the E Network. Um, they amassed a cast, an ensemble cast of people who they deemed villains from their own shows on reality television oh that's cool think who's on it so Amarosa is on there of course Tiffany New York Pollard is on the cast Tanisha from Bad Girls Club is on the cast Jax from Vanderpump Rules is on the cast Jax Uh Um, um, racist ass there's another girl who was on The Bachelor, I believe, or 90 Day Fiance. One of, one of them damn shows. Both, both. Okay. Both. There's people from that. Bobby Lights is on the cast. Um, uh, Who else is on this cast? Oh, the guy that was on, uh, forgive me because I'm not looking at a list. I should have these people's mm-hmm. names. There was a dude from Survivor that lied about his grandmother. Yep, he's there. There's a um another guy from The Challenge. I know a lot of people love those challenge shows on MTV. Oh, yeah. He's been on like 21 seasons of The Challenge or oh, something wow. like that. So from all kinds of networks. All kinds of networks. That all walks of reality cool. television life. Um, so it's a great show though. It's thoroughly entertaining. They do. Um, so it's not just the cast members in a house killing each other. They have challenges and there's a, they're playing a game. P- players are eliminated. Some are saved. Um, so the challenges are physical. Some may be mental. Um, and it is wreaking havoc already in house. And you know who the first person that won the challenge was? Who? Motherfucking Omarosa. And it was a physical <laughs> challenge that she won by being smart, playing smart. Mm. And so um, it just just her already everything about her and the way that she's interacting with the people in the house is fascinating to me um tiffany pollard you know she's always (laughs) a good time and Mm -hmm. i know there's they showed in the things that they were um that are going to be to come in the season they showed an argument between tiffany and amorosa at what looked like an elimination ceremony i put Mm -hmm. up the names of dustin if you want okay and tiffany was definitely going there with Omarosa, called her a Republican cunt and all this other stuff. So like, like she really went off. Um, And then I seen it, I saw an interview that she did um, recently where she was saying that she had that moment with Omarosa because she quote unquote tried her. And she said, and I had to remind her that I was the HBIC. 
Uh, so we actually get, you know, you never would think that you would get Tiffany Pollard and Amoroso on the same show in Together. the same room. And Tanisha from Bad Girls oh, Club boy. <laughs> on the same show in the same rooms. This show is on E, so I feel like it's going to be broadcast to a wider audience than some of them may have gotten on their own show. So I like this moment right. for all the people it's involved. Cool. Um, and yeah. it actually was an entertaining show. Um, Asante, if you want to run the list of the names, now's the perfect time. One of the women that Dustin was referring to from 90 Day Fiance actually appeared on 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After. Her name is Anfisa. I'm not going to attempt her last name, but it starts with an A. Um, I don't know that is. Johnny Bananas mm-hmm. is the gentleman from the challenge that Dustin was talking about. Um, I didn't realize he was on. Well, obviously, I, they all start from the real world, but he was on the real world Key West in 2006. And then he started doing all the challenges. They showed a cut of him, friend. Apparently, on whatever the last challenge he was on, he was he won with a partner, mm-hmm. and he was given the option of splitting the earnings <gasps> or keeping them off. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and they showed that clip on that first episode. I was crying. Savage. Vicious. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, uh, I always uh, wanted someone to do that on Love Island so badly. You know, in the end, where they're like, "You have a hundred thousand dollars." <laughs> I would have been like, "Do you go on the Thank date?" Thank you, everyone. This is amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who else? Um. Uh. Do you remember uh, Love Is Blind season two, friend? You'd have to tell me names. I don't remember. Shake. Oh, yes, a villain. (laughs) So, I'm I'm not going to talk about it, but uh, Johnny Fairplay is the gentleman from Survivor. Mm -hmm. Um, We already talked about Bobby Lights. Um, The young woman from The Bachelor is Corinne Olympios. Mm -hmm. She was on season 21. She had a reputation for being. She had a reputation on the uh, on her show for being for having unapologetic quips, jabs, and at times being downright insulting. Um, she didn't win the final rose, but she did won she did win the attention of many bachelor fans. Uh, uh, Amorosa, Tiffany, uh, Jax, I think you got everybody. Yeah, Tanisha. Yep, that's everybody. All right, so Watch wow, House of Villains is airing on E right now. You can check your listings for when because I can't remember if it's Thursdays or what. I don't know, but it's coming on. Watch it. Watch House of Villains on E. And you can actually catch the first episode in full right now on YouTube, on the E um, YouTube channel. They have it on YouTube right now to catch the first episode. So do that. Um, yep, that's where I watch and that's it. that's it. Yep, but it's live, it's live Thursdays of, on E. of um, Real Housewives of New York, too. I saw it ended this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Season finale of Real Housewives of New York, season 14. So everybody watched? I season did. 14. I just watched last night, literally, on Peacock. I'm not finished with the episode. Folding laundry. <laughs> oh, I'm damn. not finished with the episode, but I'm looking forward to the reunion. And yeah. um, everybody has their favorites. I saw that Jessel... Um, just did a spread at Rolling Stone. Really dope oh, spread. Um, but people forget that Jessel's a publicist. So, I mean, duh, she's going to have the best press. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. All the girls. Yeah. True, true. So, yeah, shout out to Roni, though. Um, I'm looking forward to the reunion. And I'm not mad at Jenna Lyons' jeans choice for the reunion. 
No, Why was that such a big deal? People <laughs> lost their people, flick their just, fucking lids about that. I mean, it was that. crazy, low-key. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just can't stand she Jenna. She can't okay. I like Jenna. <laughs> uh, you know. I love Jenna. I'm not going to lie. I love like, her apartment. Oh, yes. I mean, yes. look, when she said, she said everybody be doing shoes and shit, and I'm like, well, I need to come okay. up in here, Jenna. Like, I, too. Like, <laughs> I love Jenna's apartment. I, love, mm-hmm. I like Jenna. As far as the yeah. show is concerned, my favorites are Brynn, um, Jessel, Uba and Jenna. I don't oh. really fuck with um <laughs> I don't really fuck with Aaron and um Cy like that. Mm-mm. Yeah, Bryn was my favorite, mm-hmm. but I'm up and down with Bryn. Yeah, Brynn. I feel like it is just it's just getting it's like okay, girl, with the like you know, flirty. Yeah, like after a while. She lays it on thick, but I feel like yeah, I can have it's fun getting, with her. It's getting you know very characterish now, but she seems fun. I think out of all yeah. of them, she's a good time, and I can yes. appreciate that because everyone yes. else seems to be looking for moments in different ways. So, what I loved about <laughs> this season was I think they did a good job um, in balancing the personal story with the shit that's going on amongst the group, with the sh- right? With the beef, yeah. I loved the scene when Jessel was talking to her mother and telling her that she did IVF. That was mm-hmm. an incredible mm-hmm. scene. I loved the scene mm-hmm. when Brynn was in the hair salon and we found out she was officially right. biracial. And even with her mm-hmm. brother. Yes. When, yeah, yep. So like sure. these are things that those are where, those are areas where I feel like the show really shined. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to the next season, so. I hope Aaron don't come back. I, I want feel a like black. Jenna She's Lyons coming ain't coming back. I know she is. I just don't want her back. I'm sorry. I just like I really and I and this this is me, y'all. So y'all know how I am. I really wanted to like Aaron. It's just that she just be well, she's messy. a Trump supporter. So for me, it was an automatic oh. no. <laughs> I wonder if Jenna's gonna come back though, because I saw her saying that she felt like the audience and the response was just a lot for her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and this mm-hmm. is, you know, if you think about her. her career, like she has like legacy type career. Yep. So I can see her being like, mm, I don't want to be known for this. Yep. You know, right. like this can't be the, the to top off all this amazing shit that I've done. So I won't be surprised if she don't come back to be yeah. honest, but I think it'll be by choice. I agree a hundred percent. I definitely, it seems as if the network likes her because they, they position her and show scenes of her that suggest that, right? That the network mm-hmm. likes her. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, she's a shiny jewel amongst the cast of them. Of course, she's a big she's name She's fucking for them. Jenna Lyons, you know what I'm saying? Like, she was at Solange's wedding. Come on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, amongst a bunch of other stuff. So, I hope she comes back. I, I don't know if she will. And like you said, I agree 100%. It'll be by choice for sure if for she does sure. not. Mm-hmm. To me, they just need to add one more person. Bring everybody back. Yeah, and add one more person. We need a straight up Black American housewife added to the cast. Mm-hmm. You think? Yeah, yeah. We need a yeah. we need a Black woman added to this cast, straight up, um, to to add that perspective. Because I think that I wouldn't that's even want to put missing. a Black woman through that. That like put, damn her, put cast. them on there. I think we need one. <laughs> this cast, I think it can work. I pay her a lot. Mm-hmm. And I want somebody young and fresh. I mm. want somebody that is going to have amazing clothing choices um, that reflect the the chic nature of a true fly-ass black New York girl. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, yeah, that's what I want. So We'll see. We shall see. And it's a lot of mm. them around here, too. For sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. So 
that's it for me and Roni. Um, looking forward to that. I saw a, a teaser for the Roni Legacy Ultimate Girls Trip season that's coming oh. up. So those of you that are missing the original cast of Real Housewives of New York, you'll get your fix. <laughs> you'll get your. Do fix. you know? Do you know the the cast of that? Dorinda, Ramona, Sonia, Luann, Kristen. And somebody else. I can't remember. Kristen. Yeah. Maybe Alex. I don't know. Somebody else. But yeah, that's coming. So you can look forward to that. And also, please don't forget that on November 5th, Sunday, November 5th, we got, and let me make sure that's the right date before I just be throwing Kelly Ben Simone. Okay. I remember her. The model (laughs) that was married to the photographer. November 5th, we get the Real Housewives of Potomac and we get married <gasps> to medicine. So, Yay, yes. I've been waiting. Yep, that's going to be a good night for television. So, that's I've it for me and TV. Waiting. And that means that's it for the show. We love you guys so much. We thank you for listening and we'll catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.